internets, before we begin our planned show, we want to take a few moments to talk about the tragic act of hatred that happened in our own backyard, the mass shooting at Pulse nightclub in Orlando. In the wake of such hurt, now is the time for love and support. At the time of this recording, we have many friends and loved ones still waiting to find out if their own loved ones will be okay, or if they're even alive. And we have friends who have received the most horrible news, that their loved one did not survive, and still others fighting for their lives in the hospital. So please, to all of our listeners, if you would like to help, there is a GoFundMe account in support for those affected by this act of hatred. Go to www.gofundme.com. It's currently the top campaign. Or in the website search bar, type in Victims of Pulse. There are also several individual campaigns set up by the families affected, and we'd like to give the info for the Alviar family, who lost the beautiful Amanda Alviar. On GoFundMe's site, search for Alviar Strong to donate directly to the Alviar family. And if you are local and have not done so, please go donate blood at one of the many clinics or buses. Your blood could save a life. Go to www.oneblood.org or www.redcross.org to find the location nearest you. Thank you for your support and love for everyone going through this hurtful, difficult time. We will remain Orlando United. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com. It is one of the best monthly subscription services you'll find out there. It starts as low as $29.99 and sends anywhere from three to five retro video games from your console of choice. From the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and the Game Gear, as well as... Breaking news, now shipping Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, and PlayStation 1. And here at the Happy Hour, we love retro games, but what we love even more than retro games is saving money. money. So go ahead and put in the coupon code at checkout, Happy Hour. Get $2 off your total purchase. Go see them, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Agia Productions is an Orlando-based film and photo company. They work with a lot of local cosplayers, shooting their pictures against a green screen will allow the team to make the cosplayer into a real-life hero. Agia has done some charity work as well, working alongside Rock Pink for breast cancer awareness. Find them at a convention and you'll be able to rent out one of the talented photographers to take some awesome high-def pictures of you and your family. Not a cosplayer? That's okay, too. AG can take you and your family and put them anywhere you want to be. Also, AG Productions does weddings, graduation, quinceaneras, bar mitzvahs, you name it, and you need a photo crew, AG can do it. Also, don't miss out their newest film short, The Corridor. Find The Corridor on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Corridor Film. Also, go to Agit's website at www.agiatt.com to learn more about them and give them a like on Facebook. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Josh Bauer, a.k.a. JB Designs. If you haven't seen his work, he does amazing stuff. He does comic book art, video game characters, movie art. It's awesome. It's even hanging right now in our Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Studios. You're definitely going to want to check it out. Head to 
www.joshbauerartist.com and that's www.joshbauerartist.com and you can find him on all his social media outlets including Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. And make sure to follow his event page and catch him at upcoming events like JB Designs Invades Tampa Bay Comic Con, August 5th through August 7th, and Claremont Comic Con, November 20th. Also, you can find his online store at jbdesigns.storeenvy.com. That's jbdezigns.storeenvy.com. You can find his original paintings, prints, posters, and mini prints. And Deuce, there's a special promo code for our happy hour listeners. You'll put in the promo code Deuces on the Loose, and that is spelled. D-U-C-E-I-S-O-N-T-H-E-L-O-O-S-E. You'll get 25% off prints, posters, and mini prints. And if you see them on one of the upcoming events, tell them you're a Happy Hour podcast listener to receive something special. And don't forget to see our boy and our friend Josh Bauer of JB Designs. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I've got my partner in crime, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. We are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Every single episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a good old Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Oh, nice and crisp. Um, in your WrestleMania 30 koozies that I have, yes, yeah, that yes. which was which is you know, did I tell you I found one of these the other day in a cabinet that had not been used yet? Oh, really? Like it was, it was in brand new condition. Like it was like the mint, the last one, and I took, I think I took it to Jeff's house for the barbecue he had. Yeah. I was like, look, mint uh, WrestleMania pristine. 30 koozie, pristine, limited edition. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, we're a twice weekly podcast dropping normally on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. But because this is our mega E3 extravaganza, we're doing two parts. We're dropping them the episodes as soon as I record them the next day. I'm putting them up. Um, and this, of course, is our final segment of E3 2016. And of course, we had our amazing friend from the Ninja Fat Man. That's T H E N I N J A F A T M A N. Nate Rapert, welcome back to the Happy Hour, Johnny Deuce. Yo, 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 yo. So Deuce wants to start off with some statistics oh, this, real this quick. Is, this is horse well, crap. No, no, no. <laughs> this, okay, let's start the episode because we just got done talking about Jeff the Champ. And we said in our first E3 episode that we thought Nate was the world heavyweight champ of the Happy Hour, Johnny and Deuce podcast. And sir, in true WWE fashion... You've been stripped of the title because <laughs> you do not actually have the title. We thought you did, but we thought you did. Deuce spent like two hours today but trying to figure I'm the out. Most memorable. You, well, <laughs> well, we'll see that. You are very memorable for sure. Okay, I'm gonna go from the back to the front. Uh, <laughs> There's a joke there. <laughs> there is a joke there. Yes. Okay, Rochelle, like Nate are tied. For third place. Well, after today, Nate will be in second. Nate will... Well... Yeah, he'll be in second after today. Because if they're tied, and he's doing it, this episode wasn't no, counted... No, then he's tied for second place. Yeah, so said. Yeah, he's, he'll so be tied he'll, for... So he will have gone into the second okay. place. He'll be going into second place after today. Tied with with somebody who? else in that place. Oh, okay. Uh, because Rachel and him are tied right now at seven. 
at third. They're in third okay. with seven episodes. Oh, with seven episodes. Okay. So you'll have eight after, after today. today. He'll have eight episodes, which means he'll be tied with Mike, Mike, and Angela at eight. Gotcha. But the winner, it better not of the World Heavyweight no. Championship of Podcast, goes to none other. Then the Bauer Club himself, yep, Josh Bauer, Our friend Josh with Bauer. a whopping fourteen episodes. I didn't realize he was in that many Whoa. episodes. Yes, I went through today, and he is in a metric fuck ton of episodes. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. so like he's been in a bunch. Any well, also it, you count all the ones that he even just came on for like five ten minutes that he yeah. actually came on. Like so on the ignition, ignition Inc., one, and like all when that we were stuff, actually yeah. at Ignition Inc. He came at the yep. table and he talked. I didn't realize he was been in that many. Yeah, and the Oblivion Taproom episode he was in. Yep. Um. Like, it was nuts. And then, plus, we had all the build-up to the Ignition Inc., and he sure. came on after Ignition right. Inc., so... It'd be and, and and he's one of our good sponsors, yeah, too. Yeah, he is so one of our if sponsors. If you heard it in the so. very beginning of the uh, yep. episode, Josh. So. Josh Bauer, artist. So Josh definitely Bauer, I don't know who you are, except for what I've seen on Johnny and Deuce. Yeah. But I'm coming for you. He's coming for you. You gotta, you gotta brace that. You gotta bop yeah. out a, a po- promo right now. What you gonna do <laughs> when the fat man train comes for you? Because <laughs> he's got those ninja moves, baby. Yep. But, yeah, so now the one that you wanted to be, I know, was at Gordo Gringo on Twitter, Corey. Uh, uh, he, he's been on how many? He has been on, uh, if I remember correctly, he's been on six times. because. He okay, was, so you did beat him. So then. you did beat him. Uh, he all was, I cared about it. was beating he'll Corey. He'll take it. fourth place. <laughs> Just know that, Corey. That yeah. was the only thing yeah. I cared about. <laughs> he was, like, in fourth place because that was the thing. I thought Corey had been on way more episodes so than he had been. Yeah. Um, now all these episodes were tallied by me. There could be a couple off. There could be a couple off. Uh, I would love somebody to counting is not your strong suit. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, what I did is I listened. I went from one all the way to one seventy six, seventy seven that we're on now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I went and I played the first five minutes of every episode and I put a hatch mark by everybody's name. I even hatch marked Manic. Maria Saber, Claire Davis, sure, because they've like been in a everybody, few. like who'd yeah. been on more than once, just to get a running tally. And I apologize because, like an idiot, I left the my notes. No, that's at work. fine. We believe um, you. We believe you. And Nate's happy that he's ahead of Corey. So yeah, you're ahead of Corey. <laughs> so at the end, that's, 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 at the end that's all that matters. And then after today, you'll be tied with Mike. Mike. Yeah, so you'd be in um, second place. Yeah, so, so there you go. So all you need to do is you'll have to come they need more. to do. You need to do. One more, and then you'll be tied for first. Bec- or no, you'll be right. No, bef- no, you'll, no, you'll be you'll be ahead of the second. Se- yeah, be you will be tied for second. You'll be the you'll be he'll be the official, official second, second. Yeah. instead of tied for second. Exactly. So because yeah, he's got to get season f- fourteen or fifteen to catch yeah, up. Yeah, with it's, it's about to become the happy hour with Johnny Deuce and Nate. Yeah, yeah. Right you could do a man anytime. I have a goal. Exactly. Um. So of course, as we said. We are here with our good friend Nate Rapert. You can follow him, like we said, on the Ninja Fat Man um, on the Facebook, Twitter, and your Twitch, which is really cool, by the way. Everyone should go check that out. It's yeah. really entertaining. So go check it out um, and uh, give him a follow and subscribe and heart and all that stuff and tell him happy hour Johnny Deuce sent you. Yep. And, of course, what are we here for, boys? We're here for the E3. We're E3 Part, the two. E3 part 2. This is the f- combining uh, all the stuff that's happened Tuesday and most of Wednesday yeah. and because I'm not gonna lie, today Wednesday there wasn't was as much. Super quiet. It was also like, small. Like yeah. it was. Arc Games did yeah. a couple right. things, and yeah, they didn't never wonder. Yeah. But who cares? Well, that was the other thing. Because like I, th- and this is just from the research I did from the couple websites I go to. They didn't put much up today, and I'm like, I understand you're walking around the floor and you're looking at a lot of the exhibits, but I expected more like on the floor. You know, videos or like, hey, we looked at this. Also, this as we as if you hadn't checked out our other episode, definitely check it out. But we were actually recording 
during the Sony one. So that's yeah. a big conference that wasn't in that last episode. Mm. So that'll take up, obviously, this part. And we have some Nintendo news to talk about. Ubisoft. And uh, I don't think there was much, as we said, pre-show yeah, notes. There like, wasn't much from that we saw from Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, Square Enix, excuse me. Uh, they, because was it at uh, one of the conventions? One of the conventions had uh, a, l- a little bit of the uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, Microsoft. Microsoft had, had something there. The gameplay, actually. Yeah. And yeah. then they had the VR. Swatting hands yeah, for, for Sony. Yeah. Sony so showed the VR yeah, aspect. So yeah. There wasn't a lot of news from... Because obviously... No. Uh, well, they dropped a lot of news about the Deuce X game like a week beforehand. Deus Ex, you mean? Deus Ex. Yeah. You want to put his name in there, the Deuce Ex? Yeah, the Deuce Ex. The, 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 the next the, game in the Deus yeah, Ex in, series. In the Deuce Ex series. <laughs> the Deus Ex series. Trying to get his name on a cover. The new skateboarding game where you have to be drunk. Yeah. That's a great game, and I awesome. think we need to copyright that. Exactly, uh, it would be better than the last Tony Hawk game they put out. Ooh, yeah, that was no garbage. Joke. That was hot garbage. But because they dropped all that stuff about that, I think is the reason they just didn't do much. You know, this year at E3. Exactly, and I also think I don't know if you guys agree, but I felt like there was a common theme this year. As we'll break down the rest of the the shows, but I feel like there was a lot of things that probably shouldn't have been out. Like in in retrospect, because I was kind of thinking about I re-listened as I was editing to our other episode. I was like, man, Bethesda didn't really need to have a conference in hindsight. Like they, Besides a lot of the brand recognition. Yeah, I, I mean, the marketing team would make made them do it, but right. Eh. But they didn't really have a lot of news in hindsight. Well, they, they really shot their wad last year with the Fallout Four right. and all that stuff. I mean, they didn't they didn't bring much to the party mm-hmm. other than drop saying it. Hey, there's this new DLC for Fallout Four. I think out. to be honest with you, so when they were talking about Dishonored, like they, I felt like they spent a lot, like way too much time on it. I feel like the conference yeah. kind of, in hindsight, after re- reflecting on it, they went really, f- like they were really too long in that because they didn't have, but they had to fill up all that space. So yeah, it's like, and I get it, but then again, you you had a big announcement they did as an Easter egg, which is a new Wolfenstein game. That like went over half the people's heads, where right. they could have had like a small Wolfenstein. See, I was ex- I, I lo- you do tonight. That was I one of our big surprises of the Wolfenstein New Order. That was one of the most like underrated games of 2015, uh, 14, nice, 15, 15, yeah, fifteen. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that that game floored me. Uh, yeah. Do do let me borrow it after he played it, and I was like, oh my god, this is so much fun. Yeah, like it was surprisingly detailed and deep, and the the action the was story great. Was good. Story was good. I mean. It was like at seven or eight out of ten. It wasn't like a masterpiece, but it was just fun, and that's yeah. what you know. At the end of the day, you want to feel something when you play a video game, either good or bad, or sure. you know. So it was it was surprisingly good. So you can get it on the cheap now. Yeah, oh, I bet it's like fifteen, twenty bucks, easy. Yeah, but them announcing like the new one coming out was like an Easter egg that they did at the very beginning of their conference, and they never mentioned it again. It's like, what the fuck? So, yeah. So I thought we'd actually start off with uh, Nintendo first because they they had the least amount of news because. Of course, being not the one that I kept in on the yeah, episode, yeah, which I did because it was hilarious. Because yeah. people were commenting about it, they're like, "Hey, that's hilarious! You left the Deuce burp in." I'm like, "Yep," because Deuce was on the loose. Loose was on the loose. His well, uh, his uh, gas was on the loose. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna start off with Nintendo first because they had the least amount of news because they were dropping. They pretty much had a. We the Zelda Wii U extravaganza, if you will, they had a whole thing decked out for it, and because it's the new game, the Breath of the Wild, which is the title. Of course, you all know by now if you've been on the internet or Twitter, uh, and that's the new game from from Ananuma San, um, the creator of the other ones, the director of the other games, uh, the previous uh, uh, 3D games, and so. Nintendo also dropped stuff on the new Pokemon Sun and Moon, um, and of course, I don't know. I don't know if you guys play Pokemon or have a. I, I 
I literally got laid up in a hospital for two weeks. It was mm-hmm. the first and only experience ever with Pokemon. Okay. However, Pokemon Go might get my attention. Yeah, we'll talk about that actually in a little bit. Um, but so since you guys don't have a Wii U, it di- doesn't really. I, I was still want. Did you guys see any of the trailer for it? Yeah, for the, the I new thought uh, Zelda Scrolls looked really good. I mean Zelda. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I think that was purposely done because uh, th- th- that wasn't a surprise. I mean, I- I've known for a while that that he, when they f- when we first saw the first footage in 2014 of of Link standing there uh, in the grass or on the horse in the grass, like that that the whole world was massive. It, I mean, he, I think it, in the in the treehouse, which big big shout out to the Nint- Nintendo treehouse, they're the ones uh, that pretty much did all the gameplay. They were playing live and talking to the director and. And that's how you kind of got to see it this year. It was a little bit different. It wasn't like a stage event or, or even a direct event. It was more of, hey, this is the folks that are going to play demo it for you, live demoing, if you will. And so they were all kind of there talking about it. And you kind of got some cool insight from the director and whatnot. They had a translator on board as well. Because uh, I don't s- speak Japanese fluently. I know some, but I don't speak it fluently. So I'm glad they had someone there to translate. And first thing I saw noticed was how beautiful it looked. I mean, it looked gorgeous. I mean, it stunning like the art style is reminiscent of wind waker meets uh skyward sword it's kind of like a blend of both art styles and it literally anything you could see you could go to and and les nate said it's a very western rpg you know uh, elder skulls and whatnot and that's kind of the vision they wanted they wanted to have something that was more uh one of the big things is, is you don't collect hearts you grab food and fruits and eat and that replenishes your hearts so it's more of like a survival thing uh, in a way it's not a roguelike or anything but it's more duration or durability durability exactly which i mean i guess even kids now i mean nintendo's always been towards the family slash younger sure i don't want to family friendly it's family Family friendly friendly, yeah they're a family company necessarily the right demographic but yeah yeah this just i think everybody's kind of getting into the deeper mmos or or used to like a skyrim or fallout even right to where you need to add a little bit more of that you need a little bit more flair to it a little more uh, skill if you will to make the you know just ground collecting a hearts grab a your upgrade of your sword every 10 levels and so on is not that's gorgeous i mean i mean mean, say what you all it's it's beautiful it also says i see it i'm gonna let you guys finish it i'm gonna also says about the processing power of the nx what's it called the, well, the, well, th- this was done. All the footage that we saw, everything that we saw here, was done on the Wii U because they, the NX doesn't come out till March of next year. So does the Zelda game, but they they only had the Wii U version running. So, oh, so okay, I, so I this was wasn't done NX on version. the NX. Oh, okay. No, this wasn't done on the NX. This was actually done on the Wii U. It's pretty good for Wii U. Uh, yeah, it looks really nice. Uh, so that was the whole thing. Was there's that thing? Deuce and I, if you go back a year ago, yeah. Deuce and I actually talked about this, and there's other people that pre- predicted it as well. But we predicted that they would actually delay this game. And we were right, and as most other people were too, that they would delay this game, delay this game, because it was supposed to come out in 2015 uh, because the Wolf, Link Ami- the Wolf Link Amiibo that came out with the remastered version of Twilight Princess, that Amiibo was supposed to work with the uh, the uh, Breath of the Wild. At the time, he didn't know it was Breath of the Wild, but their Breath of the Wild version of the game uh, in 2015. But they pushed it back, pushed it back, and we find out that the NX which they still it's called NX. They don't have an actual name for it, really. It's the NX. I doubt they'll keep it the NX. I mean, NX sounds all right, I guess, but it's not. I don't think the branding... It's it's different than the Wii U branding, obviously, but... Unless they move it just to Nintendo X. 
Which that could work. Or the new Super... No, I'm just kidding. The new Super Nintendo. I'm just kidding. Uh, But, (laughs) yeah, it's the new Super Nintendo. The new new Super Dream Nintendo. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be hilarious. Uh, But it looked good. I mean, I, I was very actually... I mean, someone that already owns a Wii U... There's no reason not to pick it up, like myself. Like I'm gonna definitely pick it up because it looks awesome. Uh, I actually have a love hate relationship with 3D Zelda games. Actually, I'm. Uh, if you guys have heard us before on the podcast, I'm more of a 2D Zelda fan. I, I like more of the uh, uh, top down bird's eye three is it, uh, three fourth angle um, view, and I like those games better. I, like, I just we're kind of from our generation. All of us kind of grew up with the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo. So I think part of it has something to do with that. But I've Wind Waker is my favorite 3D Zelda game. Period. Uh, Ocarina is really good, um, but that I, I always felt like uh, Wind Waker was the best. So this I'm definitely gonna pick it up to play. But if you don't have a Wii U, um, there's no real reason to go out. And I, I hate to say this. There's no reason to go out and pick one up, even though they pretty much discounted. The whole shop is like 50% off now until next year, I guess. So obviously that's like a sign. That the system's you know on its on the on its the way out. Death throws. Yeah. But if you don't have one, I think this is a great game to pick up for the NX if you end up getting an NX, uh, which, you know, hey, it looks like it's going to be even better on the NX uh, with the, you know, better graf- graphic, uh, graphical uh, uh, processing power. Processing power. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. So, uh, Deuce, you have thoughts on uh, Breath of the Wild? Well, yeah. Well, not just Breath of the Wild, just the whole Nintendo E3 conference in general. Like, when Breath of the Wild came out, like, it. it my internet feed blew up. Even our good buddy Barrett Biggers, he actually even made a new T-shirt that says "Stay Wild." It lets you see it oh. from Nice. More him, Barrett Biggers, which is actually a cool looking shirt oh, for the cool. Legend of Zelda. Like he whipped that up that's just nice. because like people were so excited about it. Yeah. But to and uh, Barrett, the, your uh, shirt looks awesome. It does. That's man. Barrett Biggers, by the way. You can look him up on Facebook. Amazing artist selling his T-shirts. To use a phrase Jeff likes to say about Nintendo's E3 conference, in my opinion, it was a uh, Jeff the Champ would say this. It's a real limp dicker. I mean, it was just uh, Zelda and Pokemon. That was it. And I'm like, where's the NX? Where's like well, we what's knew, coming we out for knew, the NX? But we knew the NX wasn't going to be announced. I mean, they said that it wouldn't be. It's not even coming well, out. Well, then you're dumb March. as a marketing department. You, you are fucking it, dumb. Like something. So I agree. In my opinion, I'm extent. like, you are super dumb. Like, either don't say anything at all. Or say, hey, this is what it is, this is the specs, this is the launch titles. Because if you're saying that this is coming out after this Christmas in, what, February, March? You should already know, like, what it's going to look like. Oh, they do. The we, we, it's just as consumers. Because I think what, what Nintendo didn't want to do... I'm going to play devil's advocate okay, here. Play devil's advocate. Nintendo didn't want to do had the same mistake they made with the Wii U. Because the problem with the Wii U uh, was... the. A it was the branding. It was the confusion uh, at the at the actual last quote unquote real E3 conference yeah. that they had, where they are actually on stage. Uh, you didn't know if it was an upgrade to your Wii. It, if they just showed the tablet, they didn't actually show the system itself. So people were like, "What is this?" And then they were like, "Oh, well, everything you you know you use everything." They're using nunchucks, which that was confusing. You were like, "Well, they this is a new system." Anything, yeah. Nintendo shot themselves in the foot by calling it the Wii U. First of all, it confused a lot of consumers. Uh, because you think about it, most I'm not saying most because I'm a 33 year old man. I like Nintendo products. I've liked it forever. Um, I think most of our listeners love Nintendo, but a lot of the parents were buying it for them may not be as technological savvy as we are, yeah. or they might not know the systems as like we do. Oh, I want the new Wii. 
Obviously, you go to GameStop, they know which version to give you. But if you go on online or something like, like Amazon, go to Walmart, go to Walmart yeah. you're just going to go and pick up whatever. And the fact that there wasn't a lot of Wii in stock, too. They had a, a shipping yeah. issue, uh, shipping in all this stuff. So that was another issue altogether. It was just a train wreck from the very beginning. I, I think it was yep. just the whole branding and all that was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, Nintendo yeah. just shot. Th- and also the fact that. They they sold their handheld is the king. They, Fifty yeah. plus million 3ds's are sold. So like that that's where everyone was going for Nintendo. They weren't really going. Sure, there's some amazing games. I'd say one of the best uh, versions of Mario Kart is Mario Kart 8. It's fantastic. All I'm it's, gonna say since they missed the boat at E3, they're gonna have to make it up somewhere like January, February. Have like a huge press conference like a month well, before. It I don't. Comes I, out but they. But that's everything. the thing is someone that's been as hardcore. Uh, attached to Nintendo like I have, they do that all, all year. They do, that, they do their directs, uh, which I actually really like. It's something that's a pre-recorded video that's usually 45 minutes to an hour long that tells you. They do this like probably seven, eight times a year. They'll do a direct broadcasting games coming out. Okay. So they're gar- they're going to have a Nintendo direct focused just on. Which, if you're a Nintendo fan, like that's where you get your inform- information. That's cool. But as like Joe Q consumer, like me personally. I want to get an NX because I really kind of want to get back in the Nintendo family. Sure. And I was ex- excited personally because I really thought maybe they were playing like a shell game. Like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. And then at the conference be, and boys and girls, here's the new NX. And drop like a price point and how much it was going to be. Well, and maybe, I also, like, I also think out. they wouldn't have done it either because, I mean, look what – I mean, Microsoft dropped the Project Scorpio. And I think that was really smart for Microsoft, as we all talked about. Yeah. But I felt like with Nintendo, Nintendo needs to kind of keep the cards close to the vest now because they, they yeah. might be doing some modifications and upgrades yeah. by then. So if you already like, here it is everything, you know what I mean? I'm not saying they're trying yeah, to... because now at least l- they've got six months well, to play with. Well, let me just yeah. say this. They're, they're not going to have a system more powerful than the Project Scorpio. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is maybe they're going to be tweaking it and playing with it a little bit. Maybe they're going to still try to get the third parties yeah. to, to jump on board. It gives them more time to kind of get things in all in get a line, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think they have... Nintendo's never... Nintendo's always been innovative, but they they've they've dropped the ball a couple times. That, you know, with even with the GameCube, they you know mm-hmm. they lost some third party support there. Uh, with the Wii U, at the end of the the last two years of the Wii, the, I mean the Wii, yeah. the life cycle, it sold really well. The most selling system besides the PS2 is number. It's right behind the PS2 of all time uh, consoles sold. So. But with the Wii U, it was just you know you got you got to get people back in the good graces of Nintendo, yeah. and I, I think having n- zero third party support, look what games have been coming out. It's only been Nintendo product, Nintendo no, right. published exactly games. Right. So and that's yeah. the other thing is like the NX. I'm sorry, it's got to ha- come out with like a good lineup. If it's just well, Zelda, I think, then you're kind of boned. Well, I think Zelda. Well, I think we'll have more than that. But like we haven't heard about a new Metroid. We, I mean, there's a lot of properties that haven't been told. Imagine yeah, if they. Imagine if they drop a, a freaking uh, MMO Pokemon game for the they they would they would sell so many units it would be crazy. But that's the thing they're living and dying on their IP and we've had this in non-podcast conversations. Sure, they're destroying the handheld market. Absolutely, it, I think as someone who likes their IPs but will never buy a Nintendo product because I, I I like processing power. And maybe yeah. it's you know my midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. I I have said and Johnny dudes back me up. Yeah. I have said Nintendo should drop out of the console, produce their IPs on the big consoles, but maintain the handheld because they own that market. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, the, the market put it out proven, for yeah. the put it out for the Sony, put it out for Xbox, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and just put out. I mean, if, if they put out a Mario and a Zelda, if they put out Mario Kart for Xbox One, it would be a 
pre-order instantly for yeah, me, but I'm right. not buying a Wii right. just or an Mario X Kart, even yeah. just to play Mario Kart or even. I love Zelda. I like Mario Kart. I like Metroid. Three games are still not enough because I know they don't have that third-party support. Right. It's yeah. At the moment, we'll, we'll see. I uh, also, I mean, obviously, we're all trying. Uh, as much as we are, we're giving our own personal opinions, but we're all, you know, as as you know, we're all personalities here, so we all have our own take on things, but. Some things might come off a little more biased than others, and yeah, you know, yeah. and that's totally fine. That's what this conversation's all about, and oh, that's it's what, a conversational podcast. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's you, what we. You all know by this point. We've yeah. got three strong personalities. We in the sure room, do. Which yeah. each one's going to have their I throw own an opinion, opinion so, which is nice. But definitely, yeah. if you have an opinion on what Nintendo's doing, send us a line, hhpodcastshow at gmail dot com. Uh, the other thing to talk about Nintendo is the Pokemon Sun and Moon's going to sell, but like Gangbusters, like it all it always sells. Uh, one of the new additions is, uh, which I'll probably do this year, uh, is get the Pokemon Bank, which is like, I don't know, $10 for the year. So what you could do uh, with the Pokemon Bank, for those that don't know, is you can store your caught Pokemon in, in Omega Ruby, uh, Alpha Sapphire, and the, rema- the uh, not the remaster, but the, the re-releases of Red, Yellow, and um, Blue. You can put that in the Pokemon Bank, and you can actually use those in the new Sun and Moon, which is really cool. Oh, so like your Pokemon you've used in other game, you can pull them out in the Pokemon yeah. Bank and use You know what? For $10 a year, that's Yeah, it's that's, really, really good. And also, deal. if you're already a Pokemon fan anyways, you're yeah, going to buy it. Yeah. So th- this isn't a game that's going to be like, oh, I don't know what Pokemon's been for the last 15, yeah. 18, 20 years now, the 20th anniversary. I don't know what Pokemon is. I better go check out. I better go buy a 3DS. I don't know what a 3DS is. I better go buy it. I don't know what that, you no. know, I mean, there, no one's going to buy a new. I don't think anyone's going to like, you know, change the face. Buy exactly. The handheld just for the, the Yeah, Pokemon yeah, people game. if you're already yeah. a Pokémon fan, you already know this is on your radar. Yeah. No pun intended. Pokémon Go. Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, um, cuz you said you actually kind of yeah, like the idea. I'm of excited cuz okay. explain it. So, Pokémon Go is the mobile version of the game okay. that uses geolocating, right? So, you're going to tame Pokémon based on the actual Ecological area. Yeah, if you're at the beach, you're gonna get water type Pokemon. Come if on. you're in the woods, and so on. Um, I like the idea. A, it's I don't have to buy something new. Like I, for me, I would buy a handheld only to play Pokemon, which some people do. However, I have a wife who I love deeply, and she's not gonna let that happen. Yeah. Um, but it's it's on your your phone, right? So Android and iOS. Excuse me, iOS comes out next month. But I travel a lot between work and family and wanting my three year old daughter to see the world. I travel a lot, which could make for me kind of that every time I go someplace cool, I can be like, let me steal some of these Pokemon. Yep, sure. And yeah. it's really cool idea. I, I, it's free. It's the, it's the geo fencing or whatever the term is. The geocaching. No, oh. that's for other stuff. Yeah. But it's the location based. Pokemon capturing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, it just really cool. It's going to give people who travel kind of this weird advantage and kind of even mm. prestige. Like you go to these different places, and we live in Florida, so we could get yeah. swamp, ocean, right. woods, yeah. kind of yeah. all in the same thing. Yeah. And then some people who live in like in a desert or yeah. mountains and all this sure. other stuff. It's it's kind of neat, and it could make trading kind of neat too. Because How much is it going to cost? It's know? free. It's, it's a free. free to play. Yeah, it's a free oh, to play. Wow. Uh, obviously, you can buy like cosmetic stuff. You know, just yeah. like a League of Legends thing where you can buy cosmetic changes. There's microtransactions. Yeah. Support, yeah. So Nate and I, you and I both uh, sign up for a field test, and my friend Marcus, because he is a a uh, Ingress player, because Niantic is the one that's pretty much public uh, creating the game. Uh, he got the field test early. So I actually got to check out his phone and go out and explore with it. So I got a little bit of hands-on preview on it. And I was actually really impressed by the way it handles. It literally is you walking down, 
you've got your your avatar, your third person character in front of you walking down the streets. You see tall grass. There is grass over to the left. There's water. Let's say there's a lake over there. That lake is over there, and there's you'll see like a shining globe area. You'll go over there, and then you can actually you collect items on the way as well, so you can get like different pokeballs and all that stuff. And but you go over there, and you actually it's it's once you get to the the Pokemon. You have to. It's almost like a, you have to figure out how to toss the ball correctly. It's really interesting because it's not just like, oh, there's a Pokemon, go grab it, and you're done. You actually have to go there and gra- whatever resources in your inventory you have, mm-hmm. you you have to swipe the Pokeball up to try to get a clean you know throw at the Pokemon mm-hmm. to try to grab the ball. And then obviously, as we all know, playing Pokemon, you have percentages of you know if you have a regular Pokeball, you can only, I don't know, depending on how rare the Pokemon is, it shows you. Like, so you only have, like, 60% chance of catching that Pokemon because it's so rare. And if you have an Ultra Ball, Master Ball, you have a higher chance of ke- collecting it. They also have gyms where you can battle other... Uh, it's, it's awesome. Like, I didn't get to do the gym stuff, but I saw a gym on my location. It literally, like... And there's going to be a lot... I think this going to get a lot of people out, out and about. You know, like Nate said, go out and you can explore, go on your bike. You'll see little shiny areas, little little items. And, like, they're... And literally, with your... It, it is blew my mind from the AR, from Augmented Reality. You hold up your camera... Your phone, and it's literally walking around. Like once you get close to the Pokemon, it I, like the commercial looked like there the way the commer- the the teaser trailer launched. It was like there's no way it's gonna look like that. It looks like the commercial. Like it, it you hold it up uh, and you're walking so it around, and I'm like there was a, uh, a Growlithe, uh, a fire uh, Pokemon, uh, dog Pokemon walking around, and he's sitting here scratching his head and like walking around eating grass, and I see him just walking around, and it's and it's in that location. So like if I move my camera, he's not there. So I actually. Walk and I see him there, and I go up, and, it, and you can, and, you know, closer you get, and then you start to interact with it. But I was like, "Well, wow, that's really fascinating," because this is something I've always wanted. This is what a lot of us have wanted, and I think this is this is something um, that, as Pokemon fans, like, and people that not necessarily Pokemon fans, people that just want to have something fun to do when they're on the go, hence Pokemon Go. Uh, I think it's going to open up the world for people, especially because it's no barrier to entry. Yeah, it's free to download. You have a smartphone, yeah. so definitely check that out. It's coming out in uh, July. July. Um, and it's for all available f- um, uh, iOS and Android. Yeah, iOS, yep. Android, and but not Windows or right. Black. There's a couple other things that are starting to come up, but yeah, it's sure. just iOS and Android. So right definitely now. check that out. Um, and uh, let us know if you've had the field tests. Uh, give us a line, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. All right, folks, uh, we're now going to be talking about the Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, however you want to pronounce it. I think it's Ubisoft, technically, Ubisoft. as we got our friend uh, Jason Kuntz is um, one of the uh, uh, community uh, directors uh, for Ubisoft, and uh, he's been on the show a couple times. Big shout-out to him. He got to work on the uh, – um, comu- he's been on projects with uh, – was it uh, the – what was that one um, – Primal, uh, Far Cry Primal. Far Cry Primal. Yeah, he got he, he was on the developer. He was on the community management team for that. He was also on the community management team for Child of Light and other projects. But he's he's always in the Ubisoft office over. Oh, what state? North is Carolina. North Carolina. Thank you. Yeah. So he's over there in that office. Um, and of course Ubisoft is you know their main offices is over in Montreal and they have other studios everywhere else. But so before we get into Ubisoft, I kind of want to get you guys Deuce and I've talked about it before on the show. What's your relationships with with Ubisoft? Do you like them? Love them? They're okay, Nate. Do you have like um, any? I find what's myself your background with them. So I, I didn't have a lot. I've played some of them. Um, Humble Bundle, if you know what Humble Bundle yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's a 
charitable website where you can pay one dollar up and you get some games depending on how much money you give more games like it's a tier system like if you pay more you get more games and yes stuff like that. they've had two ubisoft bundles mm-hmm. of which i've got both and paid the little extra for so um like uh for uh, pc or for pc okay yeah, yeah. um Sorry, specifically PC. So yeah, like I got they only a do the humble bundle on Far Steam Cry Three. Um, they're always a little older, but I yeah. got some Far Cry. I got some um, Hoods. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Good God, I couldn't think of the name. No, it's fine. Uh, a couple yeah, of Assassin's Creed games, yeah. which I like. Um, I really enjoyed Watchdog. Was the actual thing about the I Watchdog I loved. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, we, we, we talked uh, we about that a while back. Watchdog. It was one of the fastest selling new IPs in history. Uh, they sold it was it uh, four million in the first yeah, uh, like the first week. week. The yeah. marketing team yeah. did good or did well. Sorry yeah. for my friends who yeah. correct me every time. Yeah, uh, my my it did really the the marketing really well. team did yeah. really well on like this is a cool game. So I love Watchdog. Um, and then it was surprising, right? How good it was. Yeah, right? it was uh, actually you, the Ubisoft's, Ubisoft's biggest surprise. Because I have stopped watching the show was Stick of Truth, mm-hmm. South Park. I yeah. did not think I would like that game, so I basically got it as a gift. And I literally, I can tell you the episode that I stopped watching South Park. Right. It was like season three. I want to think uh, one of the kids rolls a dog over, starts jerking it off while say Red Rocket, then goes, "Ooh, dog milk." <laughs> I literally at that moment went. This show can no longer offer me anything. I right. have never. I have only watched one episode since, and that was the right. Wow episode. Right. So I was like, "Oh, thanks for the South Park game. Yeah, that was fun as hell. It was. It was my game of the year, uh, 2014, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. That was Except my for game. the anal probe happened to smash the button, which I had to actually make a hotkey in my G15 keyboard to. Oh, really? To make it work. That's that's um, weird. For some reason, on PC, I, play, I, I was actually, spamming that button. I actually, and it wasn't it on, enough. I actually played it on PC as well. Um, and uh, oh, really? Yeah. I thought you played on console for some reason. Nope. You played on PC. Um, I played on PC. But we're talking about Ubisoft, right? Yeah. So Ubisoft, um, Nate, like he had his experience with with those games. Uh, the Stick of Truth was a big surprise. My game of the year, 2014, uh, bar, bar none. Uh, bar none. It was awesome. Uh, and I'm kind of in the same boat with Nate. It wasn't that I stopped watching South Park. I just got so busy and distracted that I just didn't get. You know, I, I just haven't watched it since like season five or something like that. It's been around for a while. Yeah. And you know, you have to have a, you have to have a, you can't, you have to be like, I don't know, have a pretty open mind to watch South Park in general. And I think all three of us do have open minds, but sometimes they they push the envelope a little bit. Uh, but hey, that's what you know, Matt Stone and Trey Parker do, right? Yeah, that's. that's but the game was amazing. Yeah. It looked like you're watching the show, the episode, yeah. with the music coming in and out, and all the characters. Like they nailed it. Like I think that's really great about Stick of Truth is you didn't have to watch the show. Like it was still great to pick up and play. Like even if you, sure, there's a little inside jokes if you if you know the characters, but for the most part, they were they were taking that WoW episode essentially and like creating yeah. creating like a, a full game the out of it. The emo kids did crack me. And for the. F- <laughs> And the first time ever, you got to see exactly where all the houses were. That that took forever for them to map it yeah, out. Yeah, they said like that was the thing when they made this game. They said we actually had to draw a map of South Park because we had never before in the show actually showed where everything was in relation and to, to each the other. Game yeah. we had to actually sit yeah. down and draw a map <laughs> to so, make canon. Just yeah, to make it's it. yeah. true. Yeah, it was hilarious. It's, it's like to make everything canon. We actually had to draw an official South Park map to say yeah. this is where everything is. And then put that in the game because we'd never done that before. Well, I guess I wasn't going to do this later, but I guess since we're talking about South Park, might we should well. talk about we might as well talk about the the new game because that was the thing with the Stick of Truth. It took them like they were it was been in development for like three four years. Like it took them a hot minute to get together because they're so busy with other projects yeah. and whatnot. But it sold so well 
they were like, oh my goodness, there's a f- there's people going to buy this game, you know, like yeah. they didn't realize. I'm sure, they knew they I had think fan it was base. A surprise hit, to be it, honest. It was with a very a super hit, yeah. Because you got to remember, THQ had it, and then uh, Ubisoft bought it from THQ during right. the whole like yeah, because THQ, thing. yeah, because yeah. THQ got bank uh, got bankrupt, uh, and uh, they folded. So uh, they, they Ubisoft took over the yeah. project, and with help from Obsidian as well, the people who did uh, uh, Skyrim, right? So they helped a little bit on that as well. So. That was interesting, but for me, not not Skyrim, uh, Knights of the Republic Two. Yeah. They helped with that, um, and so it was interesting for me because I, when I played the game, I, I just had a great time, and and I, obviously you can't play in front of your kids. Um, I found <laughs> no. that out. I put my headphones on. And I learned that ready right off the bat because they didn't bleep anything out. I was like, oh, they didn't bleep because in the show they like within the first two minutes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, actually, because I haven't played the game, that's really cool to know that they didn't bleep anything oh, out. Oh no, but like Cartman is foul mouthed. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you fucking kids. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought for some reason in my head they would bleep it like the show, but no. that's awesome. Yeah, that's it's great. Really awesome. They they push the uh, uh, M rating for sure. Yeah, but they have a new game called the South Park the uh, South Park the Fractured Butthole. So uh, fun story. Yes. Kyle just got that 44 minutes ago in the drive-thru at Taco Bell when I said I saw it and and I saw I read it like the fractured but whole like well it's it's, it's a play on words it's a play on words but I I never heard somebody say it really fast like Nate did where he goes yeah it's South Park the fractured butthole and I'm like oh that game it sounds awesome because here's the thing for my and I'll make it super quick my little South Park stick a true story the only reason I didn't buy it is I just got my PS4, and remember I made that rule that if it was it's not last on PS4, yeah. I'm not buying gen. it. And it was only on 360 and PS3, and I'm like, well, if they make a port like they did with Tomb Raider where they'll put it on the PS4, I'll buy it. If not, I'm not. Right. And they didn't uh, make a port for the PS4, mm-hmm. which I'm not – I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't maybe do a last-second cash grab and be like – Hey, by the way, here's Stick of Truth on PS4 and Xbox One, um, and have it like at a low price point so people. Well, can they get on they are doing that. I yeah. want to say they are doing X- that. It already hit the backwards compatibility list for Xbox. Okay, I could be wrong, but I I want to oh. say I thought I saw it. Okay, and that could be true. I just I had this staunch rule I made, and I don't I don't think you were on the podcast when I made it, but I made this staunch rule when I got my PS4 that I wasn't buying any games anymore for my 360 or PS3. So it just was like, well, if they're not going to put on PS4, I'm not going to buy it. And I still haven't played it. I would like to now that I've heard how much Johnny loved it and how much you loved it, but I was like, you know, I'm just not going to play it unless they put it on the PS4. Getting a Xbox PS4 One release. Say that what now? Okay, I wonder when so you get that. Yeah, online. yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, and this was on the conference, but I, I forgot to mention it. But if you pre-order the fractured butthole, you actually get uh, the PS4 and Xbox One um, ports essentially yeah. uh, for free. But uh, immediately, immediately. Yeah, it just says here once you get it, you, you download it immediately. It's five point two gigs. You get the stick of truth f- immediately right now. If you pre-order it right now, nah, you get the I download do for that. free. 
And I'm so considering could, yeah. doing it so I could play it again because yeah. there's obviously different classes and stuff. And I'd like to see it on Xbox One. Yeah. Or on the next gen. Just yeah. I mean, it's it's very simple graphics. Um, yeah. Like, they but they smooth, they have they, they have smoothed out the engine yeah. a little bit for it because I was reading some things on it. But uh, yeah, I totally forgot when I was watching it. So I'm glad we were reading our looking at looking it up knows. real quick. Uh, pull the pull back the well, curtain. I may have to do that. I, I'm, I'm I, I told Brandy, and Brandy's like, "You really love the Stick of Truth." I said, "Yeah." And I said, "You're probably going to get the fractured butthole game." And I'm like, "Well, she didn't say it butthole. Like she did the fractured butthole game." And I'm like, "Yeah." And she goes, "Well, you're probably going to play it again, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." And I said, "Well, well, you can just pre-order it, and then you can get the PS4 version or Xbox One version." They want to love me. There's uh, some carryover. Like you can import a character or do something. That would from be one interesting. To the other. We, won't, like, we don't know that part. That would but, be awesome. But the cool thing about the fractured butthole, we don't know a lot about it other than it's a superhero theme now this yeah. time. And oh, did you watch the trailer? Yeah, it's shot Specific, fucking specifically fire, Marvel. Yeah, right, right. Specifically Marvel. Yeah. Well, they even said in the press conference they were joking that they wanted to call it South Park Civil War, but the Marvel had already had already had made yeah. something, so they called it the Fractured Butthole. But man, it was, it was joke, like shots fired DC, shots fired at JJ Abrams, shots dude, fired at dude, Marvel. I, I love it. I love this. The satire. only thing I didn't understand is who was the guy at the very end of the trailer. Like, there's a guy at the very, very end of the trailer when Cartman the, lets him yeah. out of the garage, and I, I did not know who the fuck that guy well, was. Well, I guess we'll find out when we play the game. I guess. Right? I don't know. Because he's but like, we're, I didn't want to do this. And then he, the guy starts running out with a microphone, and I'm like, this is probably somebody famous. I just don't oh. know who the hell it is. But we're all pretty excited for it, um, the the new game. And uh, I'm probably going to pre-order it so I can get the, a free That's version for the PS4. I just need to see what month it's coming out. That's the big thing, because I don't know when it's coming out. Um, I looked at the notes. Let me see here. I don't know if they have a a date pre-ordering. It's a, I'm looking at the notes here. Announce blah blah blah. December sixth, two thousand sixteen. You know so. that might work because I don't think any of the games I want are coming out in December. I, I think December is a smart release date for them because yeah. there's it, it gets past all the huge October November days and yeah, it gets they don't compete with AAA title. I mean no, it, fun yes, but they're not going to sales no. ever. But but I think the fact that if you pre-order it, they're gonna get. Well, I think I think this will get people to pre-order the game earlier. Like actually, instead of waiting to buy it, I think they'll actually uh, pre-order yeah, it. I'm gonna actually probably. I might, and it. I, yeah. I haven't pre-ordered a game in a while, but I might actually end up pre-ordering one so I can I can get it. Uh, the stick of truth, so I can play that again. It'd make me eternally happy if it's cross-platform PC, Xbox. If it's one of the games that I also, didn't say it on here, that'd be interesting. That to would find make out. me Let so us know. happy because when the kids awake, I can't even have on the TV. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. too many phallic things on the TV. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things from the Ubisoft conference, but let, let, let's talk about what they started the show off with. They started off with the uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Wildlands. I'm yeah. excited about that, man. So that give me awesome. your thoughts on that, Deuce. I, I really like it. I, now, let me preface it with this. I've been a Ghost Recon fan since day one, but the last couple of Ghost Recon games to me were really paint-by-numbers, like military shooters, which I get that. But this is a giant open world Think about a military strategy game meets Grand Theft Auto because the world is massive that they've got. Um, and each time you get a target or something you have to take out, you can do it with a team of people and you can decide which way you want to do it. Do you want to do it stealthy? Do you want to go in Rambo? Do you want to you know, work together as a team? Whatever you want to do to complete your goal, which I really well, like. Well, and the environments are fully utilized, like the destruction oh, yeah. of, uh, of anything can be destroyed or moved or picked up. Yeah. or That's kind of neat. And it, it kind of, for me, it kind of reminded me of Just Cause, too, actually. Because yes. it's talking about the Mexican cartel and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is kind of like Just Cause, too, but on a glo- huge scale. Yeah. And the fact that you can 
I think you can, did. The, correct me if I'm wrong. You can play it solo, right? I think so. Would think you could play it solo? That was the foggy part. Yeah. From you, what you saw, you yeah. It looked like it was only multiplayer, but I would love to be able to see if you can go in single-player style, a la Just Cause or something. Yeah. Um, or they make you hit, man hit up. Yeah. Like with Solid the Division, snake. when you go into the Darklands, uh, for example, because that's an Ubisoft game, do they, they require you to play team up with other people, right? Here's the rub on that okay. question. Okay. The rub on that question is this. Do you have to team up with other people? No. You can use bots. No. No. You can go in there by solo. yourself. But if you Do go you in want solo, to. fuck okay. no, you don't want okay. to. Because then you just get just pillaged. So do you think it might be the same way with uh, uh, Wildlands? I, I really want to see once it gets closer to release, because I really want to buy this game, because it looks awesome. It Open does look world, great. It looks really military pretty. Military shooter. You've got snow. You've got desert. You've got water. And you've got, you know, woods and just everything. Every environment it, you can think dynamic of. Dynamic environment. Was dynamic right. environment yeah, is really nice. awesome. And I like the idea of you're these Ghost Recon guys that literally leave home for months at a time right. and have to go take out these black ops targets that, you know, because they got to go for whatever reason. They're working for a drug cartel or they're, you know, selling intel to our enemies or whatever. I'm like, that's an awesome – to me, story-wise, that's awesome. But I'm with you, and this has been happening to me a lot lately – I am getting further and further away from wanting to do multiplayer stuff and just wanting more to do single-player stuff. Right. So if the whole game's multiplayer and I can't do it by myself, this may go from a day-one purchase to a... Discount later. Like $30, $40 purchase. Right. Um, Keeping our uh, tiers there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I just... I really want it, and I really want to play it. But if I got to play it with other people, then I'm like, fuck. Because then it's like I got to go through my friends list and see if there's anybody I know playing it. And the sad thing is, even though I think I've got like 100 people on my friend list now, or 150, I only know like 10 of them. Like, yeah. The rest of them are people I've either met on Call of Duty or met on uh, Overwatch or The Division, just like randos. Like, you have a mic. You know what the fuck you're doing. Here's a friend request, so maybe the next time you play, I can play with you because you don't have this your This is why you your need ass. an Xbox. Yeah. Well, that's true. Because that's the thing. When I was on Xbox, I had a ton of friends on Xbox Live. Um, now, they they might think I'm dead because they ain't even heard from me in three or four years, but, you know, I don't know. But I'm excited about the game, and I really want it. My biggest thing is I just got to figure out if there's any single-player component to it because – even if it's like, yes, you could do the missions, yes, they will be harder, but you can do it single player. Or if I can get like a couple bots to help me, that would be cool. But Yeah, and I don't have a lot of experience with Ghost Recon, yeah. so like if for some reason I might just get froggy and buy it if you if you're gonna play it or if I have yeah, other people like, to play I, it. I want it. Because I bad. like I, I we talked about it before, I'm not the big, I'm not the biggest multiplayer fan as well. Yeah. But like sometimes I get the itch where I kinda just want to Go and on, this one's different because yeah, it, is, it looks different than other games. It's not a Twitch shooter. It's not a Call of Duty. No. It's not an arena shooter. This is hey, me and you need to go complete this objective. Not like hey, we got to go kill a team of ten kids hopped up on Mountain Dew. You know, right? <laughs> Any other thoughts on that, Nate? Um, I like the idea that you have the ability to choose how. I really like because I, in general, don't like stealth games. Yeah. Um, I don't either. So we're there's the an occasionally I wouldn't mind doing one stealth, but if there's an option to do as my as some of my friends shout out to Wood and Helen and Vince, yeah. uh, Plan B. Yeah. Just go in there and just blow up the building they're in. Yeah. I like the option to have whatever's froggy and you know if I feel like sneaking in there and doing <laughs> it all you yeah. know subtle. I like that. I like the concept because honestly I haven't played Ghost Recon since two. Yeah. 
well, see, and this this is yeah. awesome because, like, you saw the guy. He popped out a little drone. And he flew the drone around and marked where everybody was. And then you had one guy sitting up sniping, and you had one guy actually sneaking room to room through this compound trying to, like, take guys out stealthily. And he had, like, two guys looking at him, and then they had one guy who was, like, coming in with a truck that was going to pick him up and be, like, the wheel man to get him the fuck out of there. Like, I mean, I like the idea that you could have, like, five or six guys and really have a good – like, hey, this is our plan of attack. This is what we're going to do and do right. it. I think that's awesome. Um, to play devil's advocate real quick, yes, it looks great, but it kind of sort of reminds me of – you haven't played it yet, Deuce, okay. but it reminds me of Phantom Pain a lot, uh, Metal Gear Solid okay. uh, Five. So I'm kind of like, Metal Gear Solid Five was such a masterpiece. It was so great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. So as a story-wise, it wasn't much there, but like gameplay, it was ha- it had the perfect example of a gameplay loop. You yeah. go into an area, get your objectives, get your items, go back, refresh, go back into the area, get your items, uh, take out your objectives, come back. So Metal Gear Solid wasn't necessarily like the best story game, but it, it, just as sitting around in front of the television, having fun and getting lost yeah. for hours, that's what uh, Phantom Pain was all about. But this kind of looks like Phantom Pain multiplayer yeah. a little bit, just to play Devil's Advocate. So I kind of want to see more. When we get closer, I, I'm right there with you. But plus, I don't think the release date for this thing is until like November or something. Yeah, so no. it's, it's, they got some time on it. But I'd be yeah. curious to see if there's a single player component to it or not. Well, and to throw a wild card into our whole little rating system, there to me personally, there's probably as of right now sitting here, there's two games that are in the must buy day one purchase for me. Sure. Uh, and the rest are kind of I'm just gonna see how it goes. Sure. And then some of it's gonna be if a Best Buy does one of their buy two get one free like they've been doing. they've been doing that like the last three years three so. years in a row yeah. so i've got a feeling they're gonna do it again they probably will i mean they've done it every year for like three years yeah and that, and that's that's like their the store the, the company's policy obviously yeah the, once they ship a thing ship a game once a studio ships a game yeah. to a store that's the store's prerogative because they've already purchased the game yeah. so they can do whatever they want it. after yeah. it so that that's why you see that from time to time and the other thing too is is some things for me too are going to be like wait until black friday and sure then maybe get you and i got th- some really good deals on yeah black we got friday some last great year. deals on black friday so. last year and we i may wait and do that because this year is going to be way less about day one purchases sure i went Buku crazy. I think he did. I got like six games last Christmas day yeah, one. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm like, not this year. Does Sony do day one games like what Microsoft do does? I know. Where you get certain yeah. things, perks for buying it day one? Like, I have day one Ghost 3. Whichever Call came of out. Duty Ghost? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever, or 2. Whatever one came out when the Xbox One came out. And then Ghost. Just Call of Duty Ghost. Ghost. Just yeah. Ghost. yeah. And then so all of the games I bought, I bought three games day one. They're day one games. And they There's, say it on the they box. They say it on the box. On the box, one, yeah. on the disc, and then you got in-game perks. Because right. you got a day one. Because you got a day do. one. I don't think they do. No. I mean, the only thing is sometimes, like, if a game comes with, like, some DLC or something that's in the box, if you get it you know, day one, or you get it before they sell out of that edition, then you get the perks. Right, I don't, I think, there's no, I don't think there's a day one. There's not, I don't think there's a day one. No, in essence, it was a limited edition because once they ran out of day one, they didn't reprint. Day right, one. right. Yeah. So there's an incentive to get the Xbox yeah. One version. Because I got like yeah. Titanfall, Go, uh, Call of Duty, Sunset Overdrive. I got day yeah. one edition. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is some games. It's like if you pre-order them, you get pre-order bonuses. Sure. But I know that's not exactly the same thing as no. the day you one. You got that so, for the yeah. same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, another game uh, that I don't... I mean, there's people out there, obviously, they sell a bunch of them. Uh, Ju- uh, Just Dance 17 or whatever coming out. I, I don't... 
Do you guys have a history with those games at yes, all? Yes, I have them all. You yeah. have them all. Okay, so you love so, them. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's your experience? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so I don't have history with them, but maybe you can we, shine we, a we, little We've light. had a Kinect since Kinect came out for the 360. We bought the Xbox One when you had to get a Kinect, but we would have bought it anyway. So sure. we've had since... I want to say since 13 or 14, we've had Just Dance. It's when the, it's when the, the original 360 came out with the... What, what Connect. Connect. Yeah. That, the kinetics, like you used to call it. The yeah, kinetics. Kinetics. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the throwback there. But yeah. so we've had them all. We had the kids' ones even. Yeah. And I still have a collection. So um, this will be a family Christmas purchase. It's this year, right? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's October. They've, they've put one out like every yeah, year. Yeah, this will be so. a f- this will be a family Christmas present yeah. for kind of me, the oh, wife, and and my daughter. A family Does experience. Does your daughter for you play the Just Dance games? Yeah, there's modes you can put on to where it really doesn't count them. So yes. she gets oh, on and cool. kind of so she feels like she's getting into shakes it. her butt a little bit. Yeah. It's like a no yeah. fail mode or something. And then when my little sisters come down from Jacksonville, they play too. So yeah, yeah it's it's fun. Um, it, it's a light aerobic exercise, and you also are glad you have the option to not save the little videos it takes. Is seeing a fat we man to, we in his boxers. Story. <laughs> we need to tell that. Do we want to tell the Brian uh, just dance story? No. Well, no. We should oh. tell the Brian. Yeah. No. Okay. That was a good story. We okay. But I'll yeah, cut that out. His, his so uh, yeah. So there is there is video. My wife saved two of them of me in my boxers yeah. uh, attempting to do some dances that um, a fat man in boxers shouldn't be doing. <laughs> So it's just a fun family game that you can get 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 up and move around and stuff. Yeah, so. and the songs are usually relevant and yeah, because I don't ever do the, they do it every. Year, I don't do the DLC because like you can buy extra songs. Yeah, but they have yeah usually every song on there you know they'll have a couple throwback songs. Right. But they'll have the current, you know whatever's in hip hop and common yeah. stuff. So, so that's Just Dance uh, coming out. Um, I think in October, uh, of this year, and another game that I didn't care at all about. Uh, for Honor, I did. It didn't yeah. resonate with me. Yeah. It felt. I, it's a. It's a. For Honor, uh, for Honor is a third. Is a third person action game, that uh, kind of reminds me of what was that game for, uh, Xbox One that came out Rise a little bit. Kind of yeah. remind me of Rise, but set in more of the the, the Oriental me- medieval time set, um, setting. Okay. Where you had swords and all that. Okay. Did you see the trailer for it? For For Honor. Yeah. Is that the one with the with the samurais and the Vikings and the knights? Yeah. That looked cool as shit. Oh, you liked the way I it liked well okay. here, here's the deal. I loved it. I think the trailer looked cool as shit. I ain't paying more than twenty bucks for it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but so I the thought truth it looked badass. I'm like, dude, when this gets to the bargain bid, this is Okay, so this is a bargain this is a oh, yeah, this, this is, is a uh, this is a game for gold for me. Like yeah. so there's there's the there's some yeah. shock value, I'll use that word. But I, I'm not. He didn't do yeah. much. I mean, come yeah. on, bro. It's Vikings versus samurais versus knights. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, but pretty. Deadliest cool. Warrior is on Netflix, and I could go watch a season of sure, that and exactly. get all that yeah. same stuff. So, but the three of us are unanimous. We didn't yeah. really care too much for yeah, what we I saw mean, there. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely get it once it goes bargain. But, but it's not yeah. something that we're raving no, about. No, not day one. Yeah, because we'll save uh, one of the better games at the end of, of this talk. But the uh, another game that that was out was a, a sequel to Grow uh, Grow Home, which is called Grow Up. Uh, our third member, Brandy Womack, actually played a lot of grow because uh, it was a fr- a free PlayStation Plus okay. uh, game, and it's a uh, ostensibly ostensibly uh, a third person action uh, game that you you're essentially like a creature that you grow uh, vines and stuff and to okay. get to other areas as a platformer or whatever. Yeah. Really cute, cute art style. But this is a uh, permits a sequel called Grow Up, so it's larger, bigger scope, and all that. So, but it's a very it's indie title, so it's not yeah. like a big. Div- yeah. It's like their smaller team working on yeah. it. So, for those that are interested, uh, check that out yeah, as well. Yeah. Yep. 
So hey, uh, Ubisoft's been working the, on that for a while. What I like, uh, steep. That was my next thing I was gonna say. It, it is. It looks, looks like dope. it's like it's like almost like a reboot of SSX. Almost SSX yeah. Tricky was my favorite. One of my favorite games. Period. Regardless right. of genre, yeah. I love the music and how the music faded out during big jumps, and when you landed it, it kicked in hard. Yeah. This gave me that vibe. Yeah. I've always liked snowboarding games, even yeah. though this is going beyond just snowboarding. Sure. Yeah. I am real. This is potentially day one. I forgot the release date. That would be the only potential shenanigans. Rub. Yeah. Um, I'll look. I can always like, I can't buy games bi-weekly. So, no, 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 no. And um, I get that. So that I, I definitely want this game. If day, the only reason it's not a day one purchase is its release schedule. Yeah, that would be the only reason that would have me delaying it because I, I, I like snow sports games. Yeah. This one looked like it had all the fun. It looked like all the crazy jumps. Yeah. It looked like it kind of had that the, the lifestyle involved. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of Forza. It looked really Horizon. pretty too, actually. Yeah, like the, when they, when they had gorgeous. the skier, because yeah. like Nate said, there's other things than snowboarding. There's everything. There's like there's like a guy that was standing on top of like a like a, yeah, a he's frozen a paraglider. Yeah, it looked amazing. It looked really really pretty. Wing gliding suits. What are those called? Where yeah, squirrel parish, suits. Squirrel parish, suits yeah. Whatever those they're are, called. Yeah, yeah but it, you know, it, it gave me the feel of Forza Horizons, the yeah. festival in snow. So it was yeah. kind of that whole. They they brought a pop culture relevance to it. I really I'm really jazzed about this game. It looks really pretty and it looks fun. Oh, the backgrounds are amazing. Yeah, and I, the one thing I'm interested to see is, is of course you saw that GoPro is one of the sponsors of the game. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Every everybody's got a GoPro helmet on their head. Everybody's got like a GoPro parachute. I'm wondering if there's a mode like when you do the trick. If you could see from their perspective. From I was GoPro, thinking the same thing. That would like, be awesome. See, like your run through the GoPro. You would make me happy. Xbox record that it's the GoPro version. That would be dope. That would, that would make be really me cool. So giddy. <laughs> oh, here we go. Complete with GoPro view. I'm just reading it now. There is a, there is nice. a version where when you watch it, you can complete with GoPro, GoPro view. view. So, I'm trying to find out the release date here. They, I don't think they have the release date yet. They might well, still be working on it. For me personally, it's one of those things where if oh, it comes out this winter. Okay. On um, Xbox, PC, PS4. Please. <sighs> Please be, See, December, is, please be December. Well, please be December. Please be December. Yeah, winter is uh, just for those at home. Yeah. Winter is very they, broad. Yeah. Like, that can mean anything. Yeah. So, Well, I'm hoping, like, if it'll come out and maybe we can get it on sale, like a Black Friday, that'd be dope. Or it might be one of those things where I might even wait till January, February, and pick it up on a price drop. Because it looks super cool. I just know December gets – between football and games, it gets really heavy. So, it's like I might, you know, give yeah. it a minute. And also – I turned my mic off. I don't know why I did that. Uh, you can sign up for the beta now. The beta, I think, is going to be in August. So, um, so we should, we should yeah. all, we should we all, just, all need to do check that. it out yeah. and get our yeah. thoughts on it. Yes, because it looked, it looked really fun. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. So, and I'm not gonna lie. A couple times they well, sucked just, me in with the beta. Like just, if I played the beta and really like it, then it, I go well, by. Well, the thing with Steep, it's so much different than anything we've seen at all at, at E3. Like everything yeah. has been like action and third person and this and first person. It was the same old genres, if you will. But yeah. this is a first. This like, feels so different. Cool. You know, it feels it feels fun. Um. So we're not going to get into every game, but uh, another game before we get into the uh, no tea. Let me see here. Where's it? I have written up here. Oh, uh, the uh, Star Trek VR. I wanted to get you guys' thoughts so, on that. Okay, I am I am a rare breed who is a Star Wars and a Star Trek mm -hmm. fan. I I believe yeah. you can be a fan of both. Yeah. for sure. For those who say you can only be a fan of yeah. one, are just missing out on some great things. Right. Yeah, exactly. I am really excited about this. Like. Convincing the wife to let me get the whole setup to properly do this because I the thought of running the bridge is 
cool as hell because yeah. yeah i've played some other star trek games yeah and it, you can't really like you're, yeah. when you're doing the away missions. They're kind of cheesy because yeah. you have phasers or whatever. Yeah. The the whole idea of running the bridge makes me like my inner kid is squeeing so loud right now. Right. I'm very excited. Well, they ha- it was cool because they had uh, cast from the show Levar Burton who played Jordy. They had uh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban uh, plays Bones. Yeah, the, and then the they, had, uh, they had uh, Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan, yeah, played from, Seven and Nine yep, from Voyager. Yep. So that was really neat. They had like they had their experience putting it on mm-hmm. because they were obviously they've been on the show, so they they were they've been able to kind of see what it's all about. What I love, I I I, I, I uh, I'm the same with Nate. I, it, it's it, it's a thing where it's like this is like the first time you're really going to experience as if you were on the show, you're, you know, as a captain or as an engineer yeah. or as, you know, someone that's at the comms unit. Yeah. And you're literally pushing buttons in certain orders to be able to, like, there's a whole thought process yeah. for this. Like, they've thought it out. So, and you can tell that they've gone into the, the archives, the, the history of how you do things, how to do warp drive and all that. So that's that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So my only question is, can you play it by yourself? That they didn't that, really... They did, yeah. yeah. I just... Regardless, I'm gonna like it. Cause like, yeah. if you could play it by yourself, I think that would be a bonus. Because you you have to like team up and get. Unless you could play online with people, I don't know how yeah. that's gonna work. So. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good, but for some reason, no, see, I, I'm, I'm like thinking somebody's gonna troll. I like, want, I would troll hard. I'd get I out want, there and I be like the VR Fuck shields and like turn the shields. And I want. The thing that'll make the thing that'll make me happiest is to sit in the captain's chair, put the controller down, and yeah. just do audio cues. Just the thought of yellow alert, shields up, or you just well, watch every echo- watch episode. You're just gonna Riker release does. the warp cord. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, fuck you, release your warp cord. We're gonna separate the disc. Yeah. <laughs> I'm section. the bottom half, and I'm right now. See, bitches. Oh, Transporter, I, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the enemy ship. Oh man, I think I totally want to buy it. I just want to buy it to troll people. Like, turn it. Yeah, off. it's 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 potentially day one. It, it, it has a lot of potential. I, yeah. I think we all agree that. I think it has a lot of potential. And obviously, I think they're going to iterate on it, you know, depending on how well it does. But I'm interested. Yep. For sure. Day one purchase. <laughs> well, to me, and, and we'll get on this later, out of the VR games I saw, it seemed like the one that was most complete and was going to give you the most with it. And it wasn't a gimmick to just have VR. Yeah. Like, some of the things I saw were like, this is VR-wise, and we'll get into this when we get into Sony and the VR stuff. I actually feel like I'm going to be opposite with you guys, yeah. but okay. But I uh, thought like this Minecraft, more, the, yeah. adding the VR to Minecraft, I was like, okay. That's, that that, that womp agree. womp. Yeah, that womp that was Even much. a little bit uh, VR, when we get to Sony, there was that felt gratuitous VR, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get into that in a minute. Sony, but um, I thought out of the VR games I saw, this seemed the most complete. Well, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Um, I'm curious to see if Nate does end up getting it. He'll come on the show and let yeah. us know what's going on with that. Well, um, it would be great if you could cra- crash. If you could cross-platform play it, like the people on Sony could play with the people on Microsoft. No, there's that. A, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk okay. about that at the there's end. There's a big dam in front of that thing. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll talk about that at the, at the end. Okay. Um, so the last game I want to talk about um, is uh, the announcement of Watch Dogs 2. So I'm, yeah, because I want to so get your thoughts excited. on this. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it's like 
I I have a love hate relationship with Ubisoft. I always felt like with the Assassin's Creed games, it was every second game that was the best. Like yeah. the first Assassin's Creed was kind of like this is how the, you know it test the waters. Ex- exactly. It was like this is our concept, our idea. Of the and game. then Let's Assassin's Creed Two, I I put like yeah I don't know fifty hours on the Xbox 360 version. Like I I love the hell out of Assassin's Creed Two. Assassin's Creed Three was very buggy, very glitchy. It was the the Washington game, whatever. I didn't care much at all. Black Flag, I Deuce and I oh, we put so many hours into Black Flag. Assassin's Creed it I've is ever amazing. It was a yeah. departure from the series. So I felt like I liked what we all liked Watch Dogs, the three of us. Yeah. I feel like they're gonna iterate upon it, improve upon it. It looks better. It has like have a little bit more of a it has a little bit more of a comedic sense to it. Like it's it's not it's taking it not taking itself as seriously as the first one, which I thought was interesting. Um they're improving upon the tech because it's all about tech. Yeah, it's all about tech based. And they're stuff. jumping on the internet of things. Yeah, like, exactly. There's more it's not just the you know, you hacked a phone. Now it's all the wearables and they showed like there was because the world is more connected as they had like real a, life, a drone they in there. Really stuff. brought that in there yeah. to the, yeah. which I am, I am super jazzed. So this game. yeah, so I, I don't know when the release date is. I don't think it's going to come out until next year. But I, I oh don't... really? I thought it was coming out at Christmas. Was it coming out at Christmas? Yeah, double oh, you check guys talk. That. I'm going to yeah. double check the release um, date for Watch Dogs too. Let me give you my my opinion, and and we'll see what it differs. When they showed the first like teaser trailer, and it seemed more like I don't I don't know how you put it. It was almost like this is what a 40 year old guy thinks a hipster hacker is and i'm like this is just ridiculous like i can see what you're you saying. can see what i'm saying because yeah. like the first one it was like this dude was like ex-military and like yeah he could hack well, but, but like, also but also i i kind of agree with you I, I don't think you played watchdogs for the story i think watchdogs was all about the environment interacting and completing the missions going into the i i, I think watchdogs was so good as a gameplay that I didn't care as much for the the cheesy story with it, you know his uh you know the sister and all that and his yeah I didn't well, care too much for that because I would you go got for that hours free pass for the first one you don't get well, it on no, the no second I agree one. this one better this have one ha- story. this one better have I know yeah. what I'm saying well, I agree I'm, I'm agreeing with both of you what I'm saying is you didn't play the first one I didn't care for the story but because it was like all about it was all yeah. fun and stuff um this one it's gonna be fun it looks like it's gonna be fun but I also want something to keep me in because yeah. that was a problem after. About because I borrowed your copy yeah. and I I put a bunch of hours into it, but after about fifteen hours, I was like, okay, I'm good. I've seen everything I need to see. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Complete... I don't think you beat it. Did no, you? I didn't beat it. Yeah. No. Um, and there was DLC which I didn't touch. You didn't. Yeah. You, I don't think you checked out. Did to you? To be honest with you, you know what's funny is balls because this is what uh like stopped me on season passes. I bought the season pass so one because I was so into the hype. Never even played the shit. Never even played any of the DLC that I got with it. Now, I kept the disc so I could still go back and play it because it was a mission with the other hacker guy. I guess was the single-player stuff they added, but I was like, um, I'm honestly, I'm hoping they expand upon the multiplayer. So I really liked the multiplayer where okay. they could interact in your world. So November I, 15th, so yeah. yeah. So, so it does come out this year, November 15th, 2016. Yeah. So. That won't be a day one purchase because that, there's I'll just too just many got, games. I'll just out. got Titanfall yeah. two weeks before, so right. Yeah, it's just way too many games come out. But anyways, the multiplayer. You, I'm, I, I'm hoping it's more interactive because there was you could kind of screw with your opponent and whatnot. Yeah, you could screw with each with other. Yeah. yeah, I hope they expand upon that. And you know, there's a bunch of hackers out there in the world. And well, because with the first one, it was so intense. Like when someone came into your world, you're oh, like, you oh can wreck shit. your shit. Yeah, yeah. you're like, I need to go after this guy now. You drop everything to go after that yeah. guy. And they're they're hiding, and you don't know where they are. You get the radar telling you like they're nearby, but you don't know where they are. It was intense, actually. Yeah, I actually I, really I, I enjoyed want, it. I want more of that. Like I know you yeah. guys aren't big on the multiplayer, but like 
for no, me. No, that I, part to me was cool. That was really funny. I almost want one persistent city that we're all... You have a mission and you get screwed out of your mission because... I'm like, motherfucker. That pissed me off. Somebody comes in and shoots you in the head when you're almost about to finish your mission. Yeah, I, see, that, I want more of that. Like the uh, whole, the the true danger, right? Because there's a part. To be fair, you could turn that mode off, so like yeah, you don't have true, to have true. it no, on. I, but I want it's, it. It's on, fun. I want to allow 15 people to come into my game. It's and so fun. It's thrilling. I actually, sure. you know, I want one persistent mega city where there's, you know, the limit tickets can't have a million people at one time, but where there's a whole bunch of people going around the city doing it, and they're yeah. all you'll you have kids stuff. trolling and everything, but yeah. make some co-op ability on top of the. Verse, you know, so you have like a Darklands mode. version where it's only the hacking, like yeah. people interact. That'd be cool. I'd like that. Yeah. So that's um, Watch Dogs 2 coming out November 15th. Yeah. So every year, there's just so many games coming out, guys. There is. So, Which I want to say something because I'm pretty sure we've wrapped up our thoughts on Ubisoft now. Yep. Um, I want to say this. This was the first year you didn't really hear anything about Call of Duty. Like, I don't remember anything E3-wise about Call Sony. of Duty. Did they? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, I got notes. We'll get into it. Yeah, it's okay. Sony. Sony mentioned because it's all in space. Yeah. Okay. It's like and I must have yeah. missed that because like I've been looking all over for Call of Duty stuff. Yeah, now. it was anything. the the yeah. Call of Duty. I no longer care. Okay. I forget. We'll get into it later, okay. but but there wasn't a lot like there was last year. It was yeah. a big presence last year. Yeah, it was a huge presence last year. Every year, usually, it's a big well, presence. They, they came yeah. off of the year before. It was the number one selling game of all time. Right. So right. those numbers for what the Call of Duty Black Ops Three. Was yeah, that when that came out, it was oh my god. So yeah. they had they were riding on the wave last year. Yeah. of that, but sure. that didn't repeat itself right. this year. Right. So no, no, no. So Black Four- Ops Three was this year. No, and so in fourteen. Yeah, whatever game came out in fourteen, Ghost. Ghost was the number one selling game of all time. Uh, for really? launch date or whatever, it set a record for yeah. like a yeah for like a uh, pre a, a, a launch title like a launch series. Yeah, it was for it, the launch. So so it was the number one video game ever at a launch. Exactly, at a okay. launch. most not, sold. Yeah, most not, units not sold at launch ever, best, but not, at a yeah, launch. At a launch Which makes sense because there was only like six there fucking wasn't a lot games at launch. True. So yeah. I mean, Jesus. Okay, so it was number one game. Sorry, at launch sold. Yeah. The year later, yeah, not the case. Not the case. Right. So they're not. They don't have that wave to ride of like we need to keep this momentum going. Well, no, so. because you got to remember it was Ghost, then it was Advanced Warfighter, Warfare, Warfare, and then this past year was Call of Duty Black Ops Three, and so now this year is the other one. So yeah, it's and um, it's getting too. I mean, some people don't like the ultra future, which is why I think we kind of touched on a little bit. But Battlefield One. Right. I think people are done. We're, we're when we get to Sony, we'll talk a little more in depth about it. But the the new one is is future future tech, right? So the other yeah, one yeah. was pretty future tech. You had yeah. you had a jump pack and yeah, jump. jump but you suit. also, oh, sorry, I think people are are kind of like okay, if we wanted a fantasy, we'd be sh- playing fucking Call Halo. of Duty yeah. was quasi realistic. Yeah. Now we're getting into the yeah, it's a good yeah, call. Halo. It's yeah. it's 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 Halo Zero, right? Yeah. So sure. it's pre, it's pre Master sure. Chief. Halo. We also got to realize too, the whole market's getting diluted. Saturated. You've got Titanfall. You've got yeah. Battlefield. You've got you, you've all these games that are kind of like competing with each other as well. Yeah. Because Titanfall is going to be huge this year. I uh, so I mean, but you, you're Game competing against year. a lot of games, you know. So. Yeah. Like. Well, I don't. I don't know. The, the only good thing is, I will say this about this year's Call of Duty, is if you get the special edition, you get the Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare, the remaster, the, the right? remaster, yeah. which. I, I've never gone back and played a Call of Duty after a new one came out, ever. Really? 
Like I've I I've actually lost favor with trading in games because it's a it's a quasi ripoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm so, right there but with you. call I have every Call of Duty I've gotten rid of the one before because I have See, no desire ditto. to play. Okay, so me and you are on the same page. So like normally I get I, rid of the one from the year before. Like Black Ops, the first Black Ops may be my favorite. Yeah. There's a there's a spot where you're going down. Um, you're shooting. You're in a swamp boat going down a river. Oh, and where it's playing the Rolling Stones. The song. Rolling Stones yeah. song, uh, "Sympathy for the Devil's Playing." Yeah. Maybe my single most favorite movie in FPS history. Like yeah. I was so like, this is amazing. Yeah. And since then, it's been a little downhill. I I didn't buy the last one. It's Advanced the first or Black Ops Three. Okay. Yeah. The, I actually, I haven't bought the last two. Uh, Advanced Warfare. I haven't. Yeah. I zero interest. And then Advanced Warfighter. Had a really good single player. Like the story was well, really good, especially with. I've played every campaign mode before I do online. I okay. just See, literally the, the thing with me. I normally never play campaign mode. The only reason I did the Advanced Warfighter campaign mode was we were doing a review of the game, and I'm like, look, I've got to play some of the single player and some of the other, and the story sucked me in enough that I finished it. This may actually be the first year I don't trade in Call of Duty when the new one comes out. Because I haven't beaten the story mode yet for Black Ops 3. Yeah. I want to at least beat the story mode before I trade it in. Because I'm like, look, it, yes, will I get $20 for it or 25 if I trade it in before? Yes. But if I've got a good nine-hour single-player game sitting around that I can pick up later and pop in. But I think what I'm probably going to do this summer is take a week, two weeks, and say, all right, this is the week I beat Black Ops 3. And I just blam through it so that I can trade it in. I got a question for you guys because, as I said earlier, I felt like we're getting to like a saturation point a little bit with all these games trying to like compete with each other, yeah. third person, yeah. first person, whatever. Like there's all these games that are kind of competing with each other. Do you feel like there's going to be one that's going to pull ahead this this uh, this holiday Spe- season? Specifically FPS? Yeah, first person, yeah. Battlefield 1. You think Battlefield's going to sell I, more than Titanfall? I, just my anecdotal evidence. Right. Um, well, yes, because here's the issue. Battlefield has a pedigree. It does, yeah. Titanfall, there's so many people who were like, oh, man, I wish that wasn't an Xbox exclusive. However, it doesn't have the, how long has Battlefield been coming out? Years, right? Yeah, yeah. Battlefield's so been around. it's going to sell more than Titanfall 2. However, I think it'll be surprising the numbers, but I still think Battlefield 1 will probably by far be the largest FPS seller of the year. Here's my question to you guys. Another question is, do you think they should Call of Duty, they should just be kind of like... Put it on the shelf for a couple of years and revamp. Dude, they've got three different studios working on Call of Duty. They can't put it on the shelf. There are three different studios making games because now they're in three-year cycles. Because it used to be they would do it in two-year cycles, so now it's three-year cycles. But do you think people are kind of getting kind of like, oh, Call of Duty uh, out or whatever? I don't know. I get it every year regardless because it's for me, and this is just for me, and I know I've kind of somewhat grown out of the dude <laughs> As I sit here in my tank top, yeah. uh, I've grown out of my dude bra phase as I'm drinking Daddy Light and sitting in a tank top. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... About to say, you are the epitome of dude bro right, right now. right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> right now, I am the epitome of dude bro. But, like, I would say I've grown out of that phase, but I love Call of Duty because it's the game I can pop in. You I prefer can, it over Battlefield. Way over Battlefield because I can pop in, play... Like, how often did time. you play it? Like, cause one game I, I didn't hear you mention a lot was Hardline. Like, you played it, but... I played it, but it, to me... It didn't, it didn't, gra- it didn't, didn't grab me. Like, yeah. the, the Battlefield before that, Battlefield 4, was it? Mm-hmm. I liked 4. better than I liked Hardline. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Did you play any of those, Nate? Any of those? Uh, did not... I honestly didn't... It, there was a while you had to pick, almost. 
Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. You had to pick. Were you buying Battlefield whatever, or were you buying Call of Duty whatever? And I had been a, I had been a Call of Duty enthusiast, except for like the last, the last two. I yeah. did not. I'm. I've. They've fallen out of favor as. Yeah. I, I'd rather have giant fifty foot robots in my yeah, FPS. Titanfall. Yeah. yeah. And for me, it's just like I said. It's the game I love because I buy it. I can pop it in. I can play it for an hour. I can play it for six hours. Sure. And just turn my brain off. Have a couple beers and just play and have a good time. And I don't have to have my headset in. Like, I can play that game by myself, no headset, you know, have yeah, a good time. Sure. I don't need to do, like, Battlefield, you need a headset. Not right. that I don't have a headset. Well, because we mentioned the other day nice how large headset, the maps yeah. are. Yeah, you yeah, need, you need you some need help. squad cooperation. Sure. But if all these yahoos don't have headsets on in Battlefield and you're trying to coordinate, then you're fucked. Interesting. So. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm going to, because we, we were talking about Titanfall, I, I just so you guys know, I actually got... I went ahead and subscribed to EA Access last night. Nice. I got the nice. I got the seal of approval from Brandy because Brandy went ahead behind closed doors. Brandy went ahead and bought the Xbox One version of Minecraft, even though she has it on PS4, PS3, Vita. She's got it everywhere. Why did she buy it? On- because all because what's happening now with all the new updates that we found out the other day. Okay. All the stuff's only happening to the P- the PC Xbox One version. They're not going to be supporting the PS4 version anymore. Okay. So only only skin packs. That's all you're going to be getting yeah. from now on. So, so any like, of that, I'm all that updates to, yeah. and realms is, and all that is yeah. not happening on PS4. Yeah, Microsoft's calling in their multi-billion dollar purchase now. They're yeah. they're leveraging it now. So yeah. I told Brandy, I was like, you know what? Twenty bucks. Go ahead and go go buy the Xbox One version. Get ahead of the curve, so to speak. She's already building. She's been playing Minecraft nonstop for two days on yeah. Xbox One. I'm like I don't surprised. know how many, but she loves it. She loves yeah. that game. That's her yeah. game. That's her jam, right? That's yeah. what she loves. So she's like, I'm gonna spend twenty bucks. You go. You can buy the EA Access for the year, which is thirty what, bucks. Thirty, 30 bucks. Yeah. Year? That's not bad. Yeah. Now, walk me through this real quick. What do you get with the EA Access so, of the year? I know more now about it, obviously, and Nate knows because he's had it since day <laughs> one. But uh, essentially, the TLDR, if you will. Is it, it, it's a it's a uh, a hub essentially like a, an area where you have a bunch of games, a vault, and you can download the, once you're a subscriber. You can go through. The, they have like a past catalog of games. You know, it's yeah. every yeah. Yeah. EA Sports game of last year. Yeah, okay. yeah. But I heard there were supposed to be things in the vault that were like deep cuts, like you could get like command and conquer and you could get like really old not not yet not yet that, that when the future they're going to be dropping older stuff as well but okay. right now it's just the last couple of years that are there so you okay. have like madden 15 and 16 okay. fifa 15 16 okay. so you can check out sports games which i actually downloaded fifa 16 last night and it's awesome i yeah. really yeah. like it uh and it also gives me a chance to try out games that i wouldn't necessarily go out and buy so or day one or whatever so it's kind of like i'm getting that kind of like all right if i want to experiment with because I'm playing a lot of 2K16 right now, I want to go and see what NBA Live 16 is. I have the the chance to go check that out yeah. and see what it's all about. Compare it just for my own, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it also has Titanfall on it. I was like, it does. So I forgot because we were like talking about the the other episode about how it was games gold. I'm like, well, now I can. I just downloaded it and I, I just played it. It's awesome. Really? It's great. So, so it's on. So if I for me to get my Titanfall fixed until two comes out, I'm gonna be playing a lot of Titanfall. We need to no, co-play that game. We do. We yeah, do what, for sure. What for sure. The- the bonuses of having it besides well, you get, that. You get discounts. You get, you get discounts on pre-orders. Yep. Okay. You get to play every EA release. You get a week early access. Yep. Yeah. So and right now, Mirror's Edge, currently too. right now, Mirror's Edge uh, Catalyst is available for you to play. Right. Uh, so you can down- install it, and you can download it. And then what Nate said the other day in the other episode was your progress carries over. Yeah, so. But only if you get the digital, not if you get it on disc. Correct. Well, it, well correct, you yeah. get the free trial. Okay. Yeah. And. 
the you know I want to say I bet if you did the free trial then bought the disc you still get your saves because it's a, that save file save file still save there file is a save file yeah um, but I've never actually done it because I I have kind of stopped buying physical media yeah um, but I assume you're right the save file would be there yeah. so so I see, but that's the best thing is if you get the trial every yeah. EA game you can try. Seven days, seven days for free. For free, yeah. Um, right. And if you're not buying it, you keep that seven days of progress, which to me is, it, it stops you from buying games you hate, right? Because yeah. you get to play it a little bit, and then you don't have to restart. Like that's a huge yeah. perk. I, that's yeah. the that to me is the biggest negative of beta is I'm gonna right. play the hell out of a beta, and then when and the then game launches, from I gotta scratch. start and do yeah. all the shit I did already. Yeah. So, um, I it's one of the best. I'll call it add-on purchases. It's awesome. I've ever uh, it's had. Now, what's the bonus? Because you said that like if you buy the game from them digitally don't they give you like 10 percent uh, or something yep yeah you can uh, they did 20. one madden the last Madden was 20 yeah That's not bad, so they do discounts special. throughout the year. any ea purchase that you buy you get discount on um you get the trials uh as well like there's you said. a news hub in it yeah um yeah they do they do like especially when e3 was going through it looked like they had some updates for that they were talking about um different things going on with ea yeah. um like they had, for example, like when Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2, they had they let you check that out early. And oh, like, and that game, remind me, you got a, if you're an EA Access member, you got a cosmetic. Right. And you got you get yeah. some perks for being yeah, an like EA Access. Yeah. Like yeah. So, but yeah, so I, I got it and um, it's really easy. You go in, you go through the vault. What game do you want to download? You go, you, you download it's one it. one at a time. That's the, the catch. Right. You if you download one, you can or maybe it's two now. Um, you can't download the whole vault and just play it. Yeah. I download it only one at a time. Yeah. It's kind so. of it's like going to the library and borrowing a book, right? Yeah, you go like check you the game out, two at a time, and, and then if you get the other game, it removes the other. So it's it's I think it's to prevent your save will still stay. Yeah. 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 Of course. So the cool thing is. Nate and I could come on the show and, and talk and give our little previews for cool for games shit, ahead of time. So this is going to give us more access to that stuff. For no sure. pun intended. Uh, yeah, access. Uh, but I, 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 I'm. I yeah, put if like you're I put we'll like some free access codes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I actually put like two hours into Titanfall last night. Like I didn't even realize that. I was like, I need to go to bed. But I was like, Titanfall is so much fun to play. Yeah, wait till you get to the upper prestige. You got. We got to play together. Yeah, Seriously. We'll play. Yeah, for yeah, sure. we'll, we'll play. But uh, I just want to let you know that I have EA access now, and 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 I, I've, it's it's cool from what I've seen so far. It's a blast. So definitely check it out. Okay, now the final segment of uh, this uh, E3 wrap-up, unless yeah. you guys can think of any other games or anything else that nope. came out Just before we get into Sony. Because we're going to talk about this one, and then there's going to be the uh, cross-company shenanigans. shenanigan conversation. The only thing I wanted to mention was, in, what did you guys think about the new Injustice 2? Because that wasn't really at a conference. It was dropped like right before E3. Uh, you know, I kind of wanted to get your the, thoughts. Well, the first Injustice I enjoyed. I, I actually I had a good too. time. Yeah, you have it. Um, yeah. And uh, I got to play it. It, it. it was fun. I mean, it... The story was interesting and kind of all over the place. Yeah. But from a fighting game standpoint, it was fun to pick up and play. You didn't have to know a lot of combos or yeah. you didn't have to have a whole pedigree of knowledge of fighting games to play it, which was a little bit easier for folks that are fans of Marvel yeah. and D or DC that want to check out, like, hey, I want to see what this is all about and see their favorite characters. So yeah. I feel like it was an easier game to pick up and play as oh, opposed to having, like, oh, my God, if you haven't played Street Fighter for years, you're going to get your ass F, handed to you. Yeah. So, But it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. The, the only reason I may not get it early this time is because, I, A, I got burnt on Street Fighter, and, two, with the Mega – or not Mega Man, the Mortal Kombat X, I really kind of felt the burn of not waiting for the game of the year because I got it on PS4. Remember, it was the game of the year edition of Injustice right. I got. Sure. So I'm thinking with Injustice 2 because – 
how long do you think it'll be until the game of the year comes out? Nine six months? months? Yeah, six, six months. months. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, if I'll wait six months, then I can get the game of the year with all and the have DLC. All the DLC. Yeah. And I'd much rather do that. So I know she's tapped out. I didn't. I don't, I don't really. I, I like the concept. I don't yeah. really play fighting games. I yeah. got the mobile version. Oh, okay. Free to play on the phone, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. The most basic of all combos. Um, yeah. I I like the story. I read the comics yeah, when the comics, they, they released yeah. a comic. And it's an ongoing comic yeah. now. They have just a whole – it's basically uh, – I think it's just called Injustice is the name of the book, and it's right. an ongoing monthly DC yep. title now. Um, I, I've, I've read those, so I, I'm excited because it means more storyline for the comic, but sure. I, I, fighting games just – I've – they're not your bag until yeah. Toasty. Since Toasty was a thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Toasty. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, um, it'll be. I'm in the same boat you are. I'll yeah. pick it up maybe Game of the Year edition. I think um, I'm gonna wait just because, like I said, I, don't get me wrong. I love Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, but once I bought it, and now that the Game of the Year edition's out with all the extra characters, I'm like. Man, I wish I had waited. And especially because December's going to be so busy. Oh, man. It'll so be many like, games coming out this yeah, year, guys. And I'm thinking oh maybe June, July is when they'll drop the game of the year. And I'm like, oh, it won't be so probably. busy then. So then I can it probably will drop it. it. That's probably and a really good. It's cheaper. Usually the game of the year is like only 40 or 40 bucks. bucks. Yeah. yeah. That's true. They probably end up doing that. So I'll probably end up doing the same thing. Okay, gentlemen. Um, let's talk about the Sony press conference. Okay. Uh, and just, just so you guys know at home. I have a PS4 and an Xbox One. Deuce has a PS4, PS4. and Nate has an X and an Xbox One. Obviously, Nate has a PC. Uh, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about that. Um, and I and my wife, our third member, has a Surface Pro, uh, yeah. three, four, too. something like that. I mean, I have a laptop, yeah. but I don't, I don't play a lot of gaming yeah. on it because um, my keyboard, remember, my keyboard kind of jacked oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I have to get a whatever. We'll we'll talk about that another time. But so I don't. I'm I'm more of an old school PC gamer, like Command and Conquer guy. So I haven't really. I have Steam and stuff, but I don't get a chance to play it as much as I'd like. But so that's where you folks at home know. Yeah. So you know we're like, all right. So Johnny has both. Deuce has one. Nate yeah. has one. So that we kind of, I feel like the three of us have an awesome uh, dichotomy yeah, here yeah. of talking about uh, the different I think conferences. The scales are a lot more level now because when we first started the show, everybody's like, "Oh, you're Sony fanboys. You're Sony fanboys." Right. But now Which you've got an favorite? Xbox One. I'm gonna get the Scorpio, the Scorpio Project Scorpio as, as soon as it comes out. So I, it, just for clarity, and it's gonna make me sound like a hater. I am choosing actively not to purchase a PlayStation. Okay. Okay. So, so just because we were laying it all out there, that yeah. I, it's not because I didn't want one, or you know, I often say my wife won't let me. I I don't want one. You just don't. There's nothing in it that's flipping your skirt. Yeah. If they would have, if No Man's Sky would have been PC or PlayStation Four only, I may yeah. have. Um, Continue. Sorry. Yeah. yeah no yeah. worries. No. Okay. So it's all about what you like in games that you like and what speaks to you, right? Because right. that, that's the thing is like, I've typically I've been. I bought. I pretty much buy everything. Uh, essentially, yeah. uh, I've bought a PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three. I bought an Xbox. I mean, we our studio pictures. You can see I have all the systems. Most of the most of the hard the, the main line systems. My 360 red ringed on me back in 2008, and I haven't got that replaced. But but with backwards compatibility, you know, I don't know. What do you real quick with? I want to ask you that real quick. Do you think we'll eventually get? Most of the library on there. It's getting big. Like, it is. Uh, yeah. They are. They are not messing around with that backwards cap uh, capability. Yeah. I know the studios. It's part studio, part. Xbox. Right. They have to have a licensing um, agreement to be able to report it. Um, it's getting to the. We, well, I'll bring more of that once we get to the end, and we kind of have that sure. Microsoft versus right. Sony because they're. I, 
they went in two different directions during these pref conferences. Sure, absolutely. And I think back, backwards c- compatibility is going to contribute to my theory of Microsoft's plan, which is going to potentially force Sony to change things. So, but I sure. want to save that yeah. for that conversation. You got sure. it. Okay, so Sony, um, Sean, of course, Sean Layden, um, he's been the new CEO since Jack Trenton ch- stepped down two years ago. I actually really like him on stage. I think he's uh, very honest and very likable. Some some CEOs get up there and you're like, oh, this, you can you can smell the dollar bills coming off. Sean Layden feels like a guy that you can go have a beer with, you know. Um, yep. I really think he's a chill, relaxed, sincere guy. So big props to him because it's not easy. I mean, you can be a great CEO, but you suck on stage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, So it doesn't. You know, he's he's actually got a good personality to him. But what I loved as a huge video game fan, music fan, uh, scores and, and film scores and all that, I love how they started off the show with the score, with the, the orchestral, uh, orchestral score. Yeah, I loved by one of my favorite composers. So I geeked out. So I might come off a little biased in this first part. Uh, Bear McCreary is one of my favorite composers uh, currently, top five composers. Uh, he's composed, I mean, you've heard his music in Walking Dead. You've heard his music in, I mean, pretty much everything. Uh, Outlander, he's done yeah. the music for Outlander. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. The Bear McCreary's the bomb. Bear McCreary is the man. He has a pedigree. And he's done video games too, uh, not necessarily games that we remember, but the scores are great. Like he did uh, the score for... I can't even remember the name. It was a Capcom game, uh, Void, uh, whatever, that one where you're in a rocket yeah. ship flying around. The game didn't sell very well, but the score was excellent. Uh, he even did an 8-bit demake of it, a score yeah. of it as well. But Bear McCreary has a pedigree, and he started off with this live, awesome, beautiful, amazing, with the chorals and vocals and all that. Awesome, great. And then you get th- this picture of this boy. At first, I was like, oh, I know what this game is. And then I'm like, oh, I don't know what this game is. Because you get, you get this very familiar voice coming in, of, uh, of essentially Kratos. They don't call him that in that. Obviously, you find out later is God of War. So God of War is, you know, obviously Santa Monica Studios is still working on it. New entry to the series, a new feel. It doesn't even, it feels totally different because God of War originally, uh, obviously third-person action, uh, it's my guilty pleasure games. I've played all the God of War games. They don't speak to... mashers in a long time. Yeah. They don't speak, yeah, they don't speak to everybody. But for yeah. me, I can go in, mindless fun. It's just, Destroying things, you know. There's nudity. There's gore. There's. It's yeah. just fun. It's like a. It's like an awesome R-rated movie yeah. that you get to play a lot of. I've, I've, uh, I bought. You can see my collection. I bought the first two, and then I bought the remaster collection for PS3. I have the the. They did the remaster for the PSP, Chains of Olympus, uh, Ghost of Sparta. Yeah. Beat those. Uh, awesome. I love them. I just have a great time when I'm playing them. That, that's that's what for me a game should ha- be fun, right? Yeah. So I, those they're not something that I'm going to remember the story and be like, oh my god. But from an art standpoint, technical standpoint, scores and yeah. they're one of the first studios to have a 60 piece live orchestra for God of War 2 to oh, be wow. able to 60 piece orchestra that they put in from all over the world. Uh, so the score for God of War 2 is amazing. Big shout out uh, to the studios there for that. Um, but so this is a new entry because uh, the original God of War was uh, Greek mythology. Yeah. So this is uh, Norse mythology, which I the whole sc- the look of the game. First of all, it's really different. Yeah. It, it's not this far away, you know, third person, you know, spinning around with your blades. This is more of like behind the back kind of Resident Evil, a la Resident Evil yeah. look. It almost feels to me. The, it, it's a beautiful game. Like the gorgeous. It, it looks gorgeous. Stunning. But I, I want to take a little bet early on on this. I think this might be a soft reboot. Like, 
So people that haven't played God of War can jump on in this game and not know what happened in the first yeah, four. The first one he became the God of War, and the yeah. second one he had to maintain being the God, God of, of War. Yeah. Um, oh, gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous, amazing. So now it's the Father of War. I mean, I'm sorry, God of War, the yeah. new one. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, that was interesting too, because like you know he. He, in the, uh, the spoilers, the other games, you know, he loses, he, he kills his family by accident. Um, which if you play the games, you'll see how. But his family's dead in the other games, yeah. and this one he actually we don't know what happened to his wife, but yeah. we assume she died. Brady and I, the third member, she was watching this conference with me, yeah. and her and I were surmising, what if at the end of God of War, uh, three, because Ascension was a prequel, uh, God of War three. That there's some sort of because he's a god, he's able to traverse timelines and go into right. a different. I mean, we don't know. I alternate dimension, alternate dimension, alternate timeline, thing, or whatever, which would be yeah, interesting. Yeah. But or it could be a reboot, and I think either way it doesn't really matter. I, I it, think the biggest thing that is going to matter is if this is easy for people that haven't played the first three I or four games to. to like get into and like play. I don't, it's so it's such a departure from the other games. It, yeah. it, it feels and looks different. The combat looks yeah. different. Um, you have that. Which I love. You have that uh, Last of Us feel where you have another person with you, your son. I don't know yeah. how long he'll be in the game for, yeah. but you're actually controlling him at parts, which is kind yeah, of a cool dynamic. Because like the, the all the other combos more button masters were stuff. combo games, right? right? So it was just chaining together combos to right. do uh, yeah. damage, right? Right, right. This one seemed like it had more of a feel, a more thought out. You, my my three year old could play God of War one. Right, yeah. right. exactly. Just push buttons, right. and next thing you know, those chain right. Right. blades are going all over right. the place. So right. I think this one's going to be a like you said, a reboot and a cha- a completely, I want to say almost a different genre. Right. Of game. It does from feel what different. I saw. It's it felt more. Well, when you were exploring, it actually said you've unlo- you've discovered like it was almost yeah, like, and a, it said like a like a plus fifteen experience. Yeah, like, like you were tracker. MMO. Meets, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah it I'm, was interesting. I'm, it looks. Ex- I mean, I wish it wasn't a Sony exclusive. Yeah, but it. Lo- I mean, it's a game. Uh, d- it'll be a day one purchase for me because I've played all well, the other God did of War. Put out a release date? No. Okay. Not that I can see on here. It just says God of War. No release date. Uh, I'm wondering if it's not going to be maybe until next year. Or I, well, don't rush it. You might. I mean, you don't yeah, need to I rush mean, it. Plus, trust me, we've got plenty of games. Oh my god! I, so the only thing I would out. recommend is maybe if they were super smart, drop it in the summer because there's nothing coming out and you could sell like hotcakes. Yeah, some some studios will do that. You know, yeah. they'll drop something in the summertime. Um, a lot of the indie titles, the a lot of companies do indie titles during that time. But yeah. uh, all of us pretty much. Impressed with the God of War. It oh, looks yeah, sure, good for sure. Very so that's definitely, definitely if you have a PS4, yeah. definitely get that. Um, it looks really great. So uh, when we get into the next game, uh, there's two stories behind this next game, The Last Guardian, which has been in production for seven or eight years now. It is from the studio that brought to Shadow Class Shadow of the Colossus and Eco Team Eco, and it was announced E3 like seven years ago. And we hadn't heard anything about it. Like we heard the studio fell apart. We heard the director Last left. Three we got a. E3 2015, we got a little bit of love for right. it. Yeah, they said it's coming. We're like, oh my god, because we hadn't heard anything in like seven years. We're like, what is going on? And finally, they uh, last year they announced it is coming um, um, to the PS4. I I think it looks interesting. Uh, I the art style does a little look. Huh? There's a date. Date. <laughs> and it's my birthday, which is really funny. Oh. October 25th of uh, this year. It's it's my birthday. So I said. My sister usually buys me one game every year for my birthday, uh, and I'm like, I know what game I'm having her buy me <laughs> this year. Uh, but no, it, it could be interesting. It looks like it's gonna have a lot of heart. A lot of it kind of reminds. It almost seems like an anime, almost like it's got a very uh, Miyazaki feel to it. Uh, I'm interested to see what it's all about. I might cry at that in the in that game probably at some point. It looks like it's gonna be this very emotional story, more about the story than the actual gameplay. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad it's got a release date. I'm glad it's coming out. Yeah. Uh, 
it'll be day one because my sister's gonna buy it for me. <laughs> Love you, Amy. Uh, but so uh, she'll be buying that for me for my birthday, hopefully. Knock on wood. Uh, so yeah, there's not really much to talk about it. We we've heard about it for seven it, years. I mean, yeah, I thought it looked good yeah. last year. Yeah. I yeah. think that it looks good. Yeah. Um, my dear friend Vicky at work is chomping at the bit since seven years ago. Right, right, right. So she's really excited. It's to get just this, so. it's just finally. It's glad that it's coming to fruition. It's finally coming out. If if it lives up to the the hype, we we'll never know. But it's just yep. you know because it's always interesting. The story is more almost more interesting. The story of how what happened is almost Us more interesting a than the story. Copying our hands is going to be more. This, that story is more interesting than potentially the story of the game. Exactly. <laughs> like I would love to see like a developer's like story on what happened because that like ESPN that ESPN thirty on thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that because nothing has really happened like that with a major somebody. And I'll tell you right now, it, and if you rip up our idea, we're copywriting it now. Somebody needs to do the ESPN thirty for thirty for games, like yep. for that and for like. Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, talk for about like, these stories yeah, about talk games about the that stories of like, hey, this is how it started to how this got into your hand. Like, it's be ESPN, but yeah, they should make like some little mini d- documentary yeah, series, like I mean, the games really that never were yeah, or yeah. the games that we thought were never were. Exactly. Yeah. So there was a common theme with uh, Sony. They they wanted to show off like all their exclusive stuff yeah, first, yeah. Uh, because they you know they they have they were talking in the very beginning. They have this established. Uh, uh, install, base, install base, 40 million plus, sold, not shipped. That's yeah. a key thing. Uh, and so they wanted to make sure that they people that already have a PS4, you have something you're going to be playing soon. Yeah. So the next game was uh, from one of my favorite developers, Quantic Dreams. Um, it was uh, the people from behind um, uh, Heavy Rain, yeah. essentially. And they did, uh, the, the, what was it, Two Souls? Uh, Beyond Two Souls, Beyond which two I have. I uh, have yeah. the collector's edition to that. And uh, they did Indigo Prophecy, Fahrenheit something in the UK, or it's called Fahrenheit 9 something, or 611 or something. But, yeah, so a uh, big fan of that studio. Uh, their games are all about story yeah. and about choices and about, like, uh, your, 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 it's like an RPG almost. Like, your yeah. one thing that you make affects the whole world, but it has purpose. Yeah. Even yeah, you don't always win. Like you don't always win. There's exactly. 20 endings for Heavy Rain, and like nine of them are heart wrenching. They losses. are. They <laughs> are. Like, like what the? Fuck? A lot of the games have permadeath. Like if one person in the story dies, they're that's it. Like I remember, I tried to go through and platinum Heavy Rain. I couldn't. It was just so yeah. difficult. Like you had to do all the different arcs to get it. But I loved it, and I think the voice acting, the characters, have always been great. So they have this new thing that kind of reminds me of Almost Human. That that show that got canceled. That's exactly right. When I watched it, yeah. I was like. This is. They probably need to talk to Fox and make sure that they clear. Oh with well, each no! Other. This has been but in production yeah, for BBC. like six years. Yeah, but so man, I've. Oh, I was a British show it. before it was a exactly. American show. It was a British show before Which it was one? American. Almost, Almost human. human. You mean the the one with Carl Urban? Yeah, there was a, a becoming human. You're, you're thinking of a different show, becoming human, aren't you? Which is the one where Carl Urban had the African American guy? That's as a almost human. That was a robot. But there's a That's UK okay. show. Yes. There's a UK show called that as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Was and it was, it was the same premise. Everything? Everything? It was yeah. a UK uh, uh, no, no, re- no. reissue or remaster or not? Remaster. like The Office, right? Yeah, so exactly. It's just a yeah, re- their version of renationalizing. Re- renationalize is actually a really good way of describing it. But I I like the idea, and they they did a really good job in the in the. It was pretty much a sizzle reel of like yeah. different choices you make and how branched. The whole world essentially is in Detroit. It's called uh, Detroit, Detroit Becoming Human is the name yeah. of the game. But it's all about all of a sudden, like, 
like this you remember the Cylons about Star Galactica yeah, yeah. how like uh, when do you really differentiate between what is life what is yeah. human what, what is, is something sentient conscious and exactly yeah, what's the difference quote unquote soul, soul. yeah so that, I think they're gonna di- dive into that but I, I love the fact that they really are taking like your choices like they showed like bad endings they showed somewhat good endings and then Dip- they showed like really bad endings like cause <laughs> there was one there it's, where I was like that would have been gut wrenching it would have been yeah. That. yeah but it, that's just one scene That that's not yeah. like they, they only showed that's one, like one case one out of little case. something yeah, yeah so it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm I bought Beyond Two, even I think the most disappointing game that Quantum Dream came out with was uh, Beyond Two Souls, because the voice acting was phenomenal. Ellen Page, Willem Dafoe, that the, the, they tested the PS3 to its limits. It looks amazing, sounds amazing. The story, the 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 story was just a little wonky and it felt disjointed. So I'm hoping that with this one, beca- Detroit Becoming Human, that they, you know, kind of like get have it together, get it together and, uh, you know, get that straight. But it looked good. I mean, yeah. graphically, I mean, it looked it looked fun. Um, and um, I'm curious to see what happens with it. So because yeah. Quantum Dream has a pretty good uh, pedigree. So there you go. Yep. Um, now PlayStation pretty much went through because they have a, a something called the PlayStation VR coming out. We all know about that. Uh, three three ninety nine. Um, it's coming out October 13th. Yeah, it sounds about right. I think because there was two. There was the one that's three ninety nine if you've already got the camera, and then there was October thirteenth. Yeah, three ninety nine, forty nine ninety nine if you don't have the camera, and it give, comes with the camera, the VR headset, and two of the the motion controllers. Because that's the part I didn't know. You've got to have the 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 PlayStation Move controllers. Not all games. Because um, l- let's let's make sure we understand okay. the tech here. Then you there's explain a, the tech. There's a PlayStation Move inside of every PlayStation 4 DualShock controller. Okay. So it, that's what that blue light was representing. Is okay. They, they put one in each. Some games will require an, an additional asset instead of using a controller. Not all games will require that. Okay. Because your DualShock 4 controller will speak to your PlayStation camera okay. and, and vice versa. So it all depends on the game that you have. Well, Not shoot, some, it may be cheaper for me just to get the headset right. and so buy it, the camera separately. It just depends. Yeah, it, it really depends. We'll know more about it when October gets closer and what yeah. games will have it because the way I'm the way the way I'm looking at this is they're going to have VR only games and then I think they're going to have what they call VR missions like they did like the we'll talk about later where there's a, if you have it you get additional things that you can do with you, it so augmented like content. augment exactly yeah. so like they'll have an additional thing like remember before when when PlayStation like better with move or with Xbox better with connect yeah. Like you have that as like a background option. Like remember when Mass yeah, like, Effect, you could do the uh, or the Madden, call you call audibles. Yeah. If like you you'll have it. Like if you already have it, so that just gives you more of an, uh, a reason to buy it. Or, yeah. You know, if you already have one or whatever. Um, but the next game they they unveiled, I was at first I was like, whoa, what is this? This looks like PT. You know, uh, the game from oh yeah, the Norman Reedus game. Yeah, it, I was like, wow, this looks really weird, and it's it's really like dark, literally uh, and figuratively, I guess. You're walking around and you're like. And the guy's head, you, you're you're like in this basement. You're trying to get out. You get a phone call, and you're like, I don't know what's going on. And you're and you're walking around. You see everything's all disheveled and old, and like it's like someone had left this house in a hurry because they have like a pot of st- yeah. stew, this mildewing, and 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 oh, it's gross. Uh, it looks interesting to me because it's not the game I thought it was. Because yeah. um, they 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 pull back the curtain and they see seven. I'm like, seven? What is that? And it's Resident Evil. Seven, it's it's the new yeah. Resident Evil game. So I have Resident Evil's been up and down for me. Yeah. Let's kind of go back real quick. First Resident Evil, uh, fun. Two was way better, or much yeah. better. All you grammar nerds out there, much better. Uh, I love two better. Uh, three, I never really got to play. 
because um, it was on, that was when you were, had like the 64 and the PS1 and all it was like all over. Uh, so I didn't get to play that one. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is obviously cult classic. I have it uh, on Wii and on the PS2. So uh, I think I think I have it on there. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, love Resident Evil 4. Five was when they were kind of experimenting with the, the next gen stuff, yep. and so it was kind of. Experimental. You had a dual uh, character. You got to play yeah, at the female five. that was with you. Five, five was fun. Yeah. Six is where it went off the rails, where it was like you have all these branching store. I was like, I don't need this in a Resident Evil game. Yeah. My head exploded. I was like, you're saying that this character that's in this one arc connects to the next arc that happens three arcs down the road but doesn't happen in the second, but how do they tie them? It was really yeah. convoluted, and it just felt like – Four games in one. Like it yeah. felt like you have these set of characters, these set of characters, these set of characters. Somehow they mix and they relate. It, it just it it wasn't for me. Six was yeah. not for me. But seven looks like it's just totally different. It looks like a. It, I mean, obviously survival horror, but like it looks looks like a real horror. game. It looks like though. a real horror game, yeah. and especially they said it was a PlayStation VR experience. So I but I wasn't clear if if you could pl- if it's a, if it was just VR only because obviously they want to, they're promoting the VR stuff. But I wasn't sure if it was That's only on VR, question. and yeah. I guess we sh- I should have looked that up before we started. But um, thoughts on what you guys saw of that Deuce? It looked interesting. I- I'm not gonna lie. Like the only, there's only really been two Resident Evils I played all the way through. I played Resident Evil Two all the way through, and I played Five all the way through, and those were the only two. Um, and I like Resident Evil games. Like, the ones I've yeah. played, I've enjoyed. But this feels a lot different than It feels other... a lot different. It definitely feels like it's... It almost has that PT feel to it. It does. Um, which I kind of dig. I love PT, yeah. I, I just... I really need to see more because the thing is, if it's just going to be super, like, scary, not a lot of shooting, I may be out. Well, it all really depends on what you want in a game. Yeah. Like, this felt more Silent Hill-like for yeah, me. Yeah, that's exactly that's, what I thought. Because, like, you're picking yeah. up stuff, like tapes, and then you're picking up items. Like, they yeah. showed him picking up items on the table. I'm like, that's very... Sure, Resident Evil did that, too, but this it's felt very Silent, Silent Hill-y Hill. to yeah. me. Like, you're, like, in a room, you're not sure where you gotta go, and, like, puzzle solving. Because, yeah. sure, there was small elements, but Silent Hill was way more involved with puzzle solving. Yeah. Trying to get this key for this to open up, this door to yeah. open up, this to pull out the... The uh, hit the right key on the piano to do this. Yeah. Like there was, if Silent Hill was, uh, I think, much more puzzle based, so to speak, uh, trying to figure out where to go, your objectives instead of just gunning down zombies. So this kind of felt much more, like you said, PT like. Yeah. At first, I thought this was PT coming to VR. I'm like, is it really back? Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know what PT is, it was a uh, a teaser from um, Guillermo del Toro and. Uh, Kojima, Kojima, they were going to do a game uh, with Norman Reedus. Reedus. It was supposed to be Silent Hills, and then yeah. obviously that got canceled because the whole foobar with uh, Konami, which that's a train wreck. But I thought it looked interesting. I don't know. I I, I don't think I'm going to be buying a VR uh, for a while. I don't either. Because I think I'm here's hold the problem: it's not that I think the games are are gimmicky and and, and this and that or whatever. Because there's always you know yeah. pros and cons. I just I, I still feel at home with a controller in my hand, yeah. you know. Like I, I'm with you. I it's I, it might be a year from now, but I might eventually. But it's hard to sell VR, really. Just be honest. If you don't have it, a headset on, like experiencing it yourself, what's your thoughts on that? Nate? Yeah, I I would never buy a VR only game. Yeah, um, it's I, a tough sell. I mean, I know I argued some of the coolness of like if it's a three inch screen when it's yeah. you know two inches in front of your eyes, sure. it looks giant. But I, I don't know, man. I just the 
It's a, it's it's three D. So to yeah. me, it's a three D movie. It's there's sure it'll be cool in some scenes, but I have a feeling it's going to be super gimmicky and VR for the sake of VR. And that's not just Sony. That's just even Microsoft yeah. trying yeah. to do All it. Around. Some of the yeah. other publishers have been talking about doing it too. It it's a it's they're trying to they're trying to step up technology, right? Because we brought in kinetic movement haha yeah uh, we brought in yeah. the physical movement of your sure. body into yeah. games and the, the, obviously the next evolution especially with oculus rift actually gaining ground and whatnot is sure. vr but to me it's 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 a gimmick to have a gimmick like well it, I, it's so hard to sell because like even watching an e3 like you don't really know how you're going to experience it you know like that's really hard like to be able to unless you until you get one put on your own head you get to experience because some people I've heard stories that some people didn't realize they're claustrophobic until they put on a VR headset they had no idea yeah. and so you're going to drop four, five, six, seven, eight hundred bucks whatever and motion sickness and motion you, you, there's things that you don't know or some people can't wear them yeah. you know some people have like uh, their eyes and won't, you won't be able to see it you know or whatever like it's for me I, I don't do Resident Resist re kind of merge it to I don't do horror games oh okay that's a good way I'm yeah. a wuss yeah. And the thought of having a mask on, being in some deep, dark, creepy part of Resident <laughs> Evil, and then my daughter touching my leg, <laughs> I would, sh you know, punch her, shit myself, feel bad because I just punched my toddler, <laughs> and then be like, what did I just do? You know, so I just, I like, I won't play Doom. Yeah. The last time I bought a Doom, it was to scare you to scare you. It was like startle scare, not like. We're talking about Doom 3, right? Yeah. yeah. Doom 3 was you like. Know, yeah, I, Doom is dope. Like, creepies is okay, but Startle Scare p pisses me off, and I think that's what VR is going to... That's what Resident Evil, I think, is going to be a lot of... You hear a noise to your left, and you look, and there's going to some shit jump... A zombie's going to yeah. jump at your face. Right. And I, I ain't got time for that. I, I'm getting so old. I don't need the aerobic exercise. Right. Well, I think I don't that's, need the cardiac Exactly. Issues. Well, I think that's what's so great about what we're doing is we all have different um, things we like, things that we gravitate towards, and I think that's what's crazy. You're getting a little bit of a mix of... Yeah, of opinions, yeah, opinions, yeah, yeah. and choices. Like, th and there'd be some things I would like to see it in, yeah. like, but to me, like you said, add on. Like it would just be right. enhanced gameplay. Like if you already have the game and you already have it, then it's an additional bonus. If you, you know, yeah. for example, segueing to the VR mission uh, for Battlefront, they're going to yeah. have that X-wing VR mission as an add-on. Add so if you already have you it, if you don't, whatever. Yeah. If you do, here's an additional way to experience it, which I think is better. You know, you have that option as yeah. like this, like another way to experience the game. Like right. like we said earlier with Mass Effect or Madden, like it's there in the background if you want to have it. Uh, I'm not going to lie, that VR mission looks pretty dope. Uh, it looks amazing. Oh, sure. uh, but the game itself is going to look good if you don't have a VR anyways because, yeah. I mean, I don't know how the graphical fidelity... Because one thing as well is that they haven't... Oculus, Vive, Samsung Gear, all, all these different ones, that all these different companies that are doing uh, yeah. VR, there's there's still some issues it's not perfect you know all of them that there's well, still and that's the reason why like i'm not gung-ho about getting in october personally because mm -hmm. i kind of want to see what games come out i want to see what these games look like what they do and get more feedback before i put the money down right because like, i'm not above buying it i want right. to buy it it's just i want to make sure that well, this isn't like a fad like i want to make right. sure that they're like 3d tv was like years. a huge uh, is another example where flop even. Yeah. it was is a big flop yeah where it's like oh well you have to have there's not universal headset well they had them later on but it's like then you have the batteries and then you have the and then it didn't work on it wasn't you know, it, kids couldn't wear them and then like it was all this crazy stuff so you won't know until you put on a headset like how are you going to feel and i need and a 4k headset I, right. I have a 4K computer monitor. I have a 4K TV. Right. I obviously an early adapter. Well, isn't right. the VR headset 4K? Which one? The 
Sony's. N- none of them are. None of them are 4K. Oh, right yeah, now. because Sony has that 4K thing they mentioned, right, at the conference. Oh, never mind. They didn't mention the <laughs> Neo. A little sub- <laughs> su- shade. <laughs> <laughs> As these Sony fanboys shake their head at me. Oh, no, it's not that. I just – they – yeah, I mean, n- none of it's 4K right now. I mean, don't have the. I mean, they, I just the technology does exist, but it, the the price if you were yeah. have to buy a, for 4 a 4K hits. Yeah, I'm not downgrading novel. for an accessory. Like for me right. to even if it's 1080p, I'm gonna watch everything, play everything with 4K, amazing <sighs> graphics, and then put a headset on and downgrade. Right. So here, here's for those at home that don't even really know what's going on with the VR. Let's just do a quick little uh, recap. Okay. To have an Oculus was bought by Facebook, um, and Facebook. You know, there, 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 there are what eight hundred million people use Facebook on a daily yeah. basis. So they, they obviously have that marketing and that market share. There, they're going to be able to market to a lot of people. Right. Uh, and uh, of course, E three. If you're watching E three, you're already a gamer, right? Because let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. No. One, yeah. My my wife and grandma aren't watching E three. Right. So like the three of us, you're people that talk on a podcast about it or have a show yeah. or or a Twitch or you know like yeah. you're going to be talking about VR and you're going to be experiencing it or you're going to be playing video games and. Uh, so we, we're already a different fan base. We're the fan base that already likes games. So you got to wonder, like, how how well VR will uh, attract non-gamers. That's my question to you guys. You know, like, what do, do you think they're going to get? It? I mean, do you like, think it's going to have the Wii effect? Because the Wii Sports, uh, we got grandparents in nursing no, no. homes yeah. to buy it, right? Because there was this whole movement component, and then Connect yeah. came out, and uh, PlayStation Move came out. So that I th- brought in people who normally wouldn't have bought, like my quasi adopted grand, uh, parents they have a Wii because for them they got the Wii Fit and was the doctor was like oh this is a great idea and so it was a whole new thing I don't I don't think anyone anyone who's into VR hardcore is probably using a PC setup and probably will just maintain the PC setup versus oh my gosh finally a PlayStation this is the reason I wanted one or Xbox or anything yeah, right. I I I, we're not there yet. Right. I'm not saying it's never. We're not there yet. But at this curtain iterations, if you're already a gamer, you you know what VR is, and that's this is there there you don't think they're marketing to non gamers right now. At no, this point. there's no. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's a subset of non gamer VR enthusiasts. Right. I don't think that Venn diagram exists of a significant amount of yeah, people sure. to matter. Yeah. So, but just for those at home, to. There's pros and cons to both, uh, and obviously there's different, you know, the HTC Vive and all the different companies are going in. But if you if you were to, to compare PC Oculus to the PlayStation VR, there's pros and cons to both, right? Yeah. Uh, from everything that I've read online and everything like that, there's there's obviously you have all you've had what four or three dev kits for uh, Oculus Rift now? Three. three, three. So they had they've had several iterations to be able to improve upon, yeah. and they've gotten better with each iteration. So you've had that fan base to be able to go, hey. I have a developer's kit. This is what I think. This is what you know. These are the demos you can try because there's a ton of things you can try out. Yeah. Trials and demos and different things. So they got you got a lot of background to experiment with. Yeah. Uh, so that's one one of the good things about the uh, Oculus. Obviously, you have the Facebook branding yeah. in the background to be able to do all that. But like, it's it, there's more PCs than there's Playstations, right? So obviously, uh, so like, yeah, way more. Well, so, I guess, but you've got to also say. Out of all those PCs, how many can run? The well, VR that's stuff? the next question. Is and I think there's more PlayStations than there are PCs that can run this. Well, VR so that's gym. so that's that's the big. I don't. That's think the that's big. Okay. I, I actually I kind of agree with Deuce, and then this isn't the Sony fanboy in me. This is just me looking at numbers. 
from Windows 10 based because you got to look at as well as like what operating system are you running? What what's your specs? Because the lowest res specs right now cannot operate a, uh, no, a VR Oculus. headset. You've got to have like a pretty decent rig. You can't have. They some pretty much went out. That the creative Oculus went out and said, "Hey, you need to buy a new PC." Yeah. Yep. For that's quotes. Well, uh, you need to buy a, I, a new PC specifically a video card. That was the. The the I mean it runs off Windows Seven so that's well, yeah, not the operating system but the video card is the issue where but those are now dropping in price to the point and then where I but I, if you are but what you said earlier Nate if you're already a PC gamer then you already know what you're gonna buy and it, it, you yeah, already know what enough. you're gonna get so so it just really depends on your your budget right what you have what you're interested in what games you're interested in because there's a lot of pros with the Oculus I would say the biggest pro with with PlayStation is the fact that there's already 40 million units sitting there. You don't. Other than buying the set, you you know your PlayStation is going to run it. You don't have to worry. Oh, in five years, is my PlayStation going to be able to run this PlayStation VR game? Because yeah. the developers are only going to make games that work on that system. Right. You're not going to have to upgrade. And it. see, that's the reason that's why so, I like it because you know that the, they know this is the ballpark they got to play in. You know what I mean? And we'll talk about Neo later, but there's there's some caveats to it with Neo. But uh, it I. I'm not jumping out the bit. I don't think Deuce is jumping out the no, bit. No, because there's not jumping enough out games. the bit. I totally jumping screwed. The bit, yeah, <laughs> there's not enough games uh, out there yet. And games is obviously in quotes because yeah. games sell uh, hardware. Right, software sells hardware exactly. Uh, the good news is, and I want to say a big thank you to Tara and our good friend uh, Jen Stormborn, who hopefully her and her husband, who's a big Twitch streamer, will be on the show soon, for helping me at Player One this past uh, weekend and helping me get my new. Uh, members card, uh, but I'm hoping that they'll be doing some events at Player One where they'll have the headset so you where can you try can it try out. it. Yeah. Because my big thing is if I can go to Player One, if I can try the headset on and like play a game or two with it on, I think it's like you said. Once I get it on and I play it, I might I might have a complete 180 change of heart. Like I'm gonna go and buy this day one. It's just so hard so to awesome. sell, you know. And yeah. someone like, for example, Deuce, who doesn't even own a PC right now, yeah, yeah. like that's a big investment for him. Yeah. But if you're already a PC gamer and you're like Nate, that's tech savvy, that knows what graphic card you need and, and knows what he's doing with the computer, the Oculus Rift is a perfect thing for you. So it just depends on your situation, I guess, and what your budget is, who you are, how yeah. much technology you have, you know, uh, and what you're going to do with it, right? Yeah. So I, I personally think a year from now, the, the the whole dynamic of VR is going to be I even different, like e games wise. E3. Or you think it's going to be gone? Or do you have a prediction? I, I'm thinking this goes the way of uh, HD DVD. Oh, and Blu-ray. And really? Uh, you think 3D? one's gonna? You think Oculus will just take well, over no, the whole market? Sure. I guess it's a bad thing. I think even in Oculus, I think it's going to go the way of 3D. There's going to be a niche. I don't think this is going to jump on. Take over gaming. It's the same reason the 3D. You have to have a headset. You have Those to have headsets other... are going to be clunky. They're not going to be comfortable for some people. There's going to be physical limitations. Um, there's the if you break one, you're just effed. True you know, situation. That's true. Um, I I I don't. This is not. You don't see this taking over the market. I don't think this is ever going to get a market share. Like the second I heard about the Connect, I went. This is going to be popular, mm -hmm. and it's very. It every console ha there. It, that's coming across there. The mm -hmm. whole physical mo mo sure. motion thing. That's different. I. I, I think this is a flash in the pan. We hear about VR for the next two E3s, and then, and then it's we gone. all forget. It's like the PlayStation Eye, right? Well, that, you know, it's the yeah. It was something. Ooh, this is really cool. Well, my 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 question is, what if you know Oculus and PlayStation go to the wayside, and we get 
because how many people have a cell phone, right? I think that might be more of an like idea. Google Cardboard? Yeah, like what if you get one that's, you know, like the Vive and all that, like stuff that's, you know, everyone has, a, most people have a cell phone in their hands. What if VR is mainly just focused on cell phone, mobile market? But even that, they, they, they did 3D smartphones, right? right? The, I, I have a fairly large cell phone background. Um, like two models of cell phones came out with 3D that were kind of first to market. Kindle, they Fire, bomb. The, no, yeah. it was LG and LG. Samsung had a 3D cell phone. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they tried that and it didn't go anywhere. Part was content, part was just it, same physical limitations. Some people sure. can't see it, gave people some headaches. Right. It's quasi the same stuff that the Nintendo DS, three, the 3DS, right. 3DS does. does. Yeah. Um, which again, glasses free, yeah. If 3D was gonna thing, people the 3DS would be more of a, but it's yeah. not. I it's I think it's a limitation that people don't want to wear shit on their head all the time, and I I I and you can't multi like to, how do I multiplay? Right, right. So that's how do you true. play Super Smash Brothers with VR? Right, as F, you can get four headsets, which right. that's pretty that, cost that's, prohibitive. That's very cost. <laughs> yeah. So cost. it's I think you're gonna have a lot of people. Costly. A lot of people play games because of the multiplayer, or at least the social aspect. Sure, and definitely. if you have this gigantic, currently barrier of entry of price, say take that away. Say you need a VR headset, the whole rig, everything for sub hundred dollars, um, and it's super available for in all systems, all platforms all can operate. It, yeah. I still don't think because you're you're lacking that. You can't play with other people in the same room. Right. I, you lose just, the couch co-op. Yeah. Yeah. And like I can't go to I can't go to Kyle's house. Or I can't come over here. Right. And go, hey, but let's play this game. Right. Unless I bring my own headset over, and you know, that's just that's just uh, I just there's too many speed bumps in my opinion. I think we're gonna get see. Like, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm. I'm somewhere in the middle. You know, it's middle. so funny. I feel like I'm Nate's predicting the future. I really do feel like you're Nostradamus here because I've kind of felt like you've predicted stuff in the past with like HBO Go and all that stuff and Spotify and and uh, Beats and all that. So I felt like you can go back and listen to the episodes. You know, Nate's kind of predicted this this movement before. But like, I feel like you really are. I kind of I see it happening the way you're playing it out, like the way you're talking about it. I could see that future. I really do. Yeah. I, I, it it seems like legit. I don't know what you think, yeah. Deuce, but I, I actually... I'm somewhere in the middle because, A, I, don't get me wrong, I really want one of those VR headsets. I think they look really cool. Um, and trust me, if I want to go buy one, I've got the money. I can go just right. walk in the store and buy one. But my thing is I'm not going to go drop that kind of money until there's a better games library. And I kind of want to give it a year and see what happens because, you know, yeah. it might come out the gate like gangbusters sure. and, like, they sell like crazy. They can't keep them in stock. Right. People are raving about them. Right. But then again, it might be one of those things where it comes out and it's like you can walk into every Best Buy and they've got one sitting there to right. sell you because mm-hmm. people aren't buying them. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is, like I said, our good friends at Player One, I am hoping – they will buy one, so I can go you and can try test it. Test it out yeah. yourself, because I'd love to be able to go on a Saturday early, put it on, test it out, play it for a couple hours, and see for myself before I make that purchase. Because I'm not gonna lie, it it is kind of nuts to make a four hundred plus dollar purchase without ever trying it. it, it it's a it's a four hundred dollar peripheral. Let's make yeah. let's, yeah. let's yeah. add yeah. that in there. Yeah, of sure. it's not a four hundred dollar standalone system. It's a add on for four hundred. I sure. mean, I I haven't bought an Xbox Elite controller because it's 150 effing bucks it's for a controller. Cr- controller, yeah. Did you see the price point on that uh, that Elite controller, the Gears of War Four? Was no, it like it's two hundred dollars. Yeah. Are you serious? The, the yeah. Gears but controller. If you're a is big fan, I guess, and, and you like but collecting, unless that thing knows how to make a sandwich and maybe do a couple <laughs> walk a walk a walk a other things, <laughs> I'm not paying two hundred dollars for it. But like, yeah, I mean, I 
just using the elite, the fact I'm never gonna buy one of those unless that thing comes sub hundred dollars. Yeah, I, it's the same concept. It's, it's a true. Barrier it's a price for entry, and uh, this is what's gonna happen. Um, just to go, go back to Nostradamus. E3 2017, they've put too much R&D budget into this. They're going to blow it out. There's going to be some large title that's going to have this amazing VR integration. There's going to be a surge when it first comes out. After the E3 games, E3 18, there is not one VR game mentioned. That's my, I'm... Well, you know what I want to do? In a year's time, I want to... Uh, when okay. we do E3 next year, because we're going to... Nate, it's going to be on next year. So let's talk about that, have a segment, because I'd be curious to see... You guys are listening now. Let's yeah. see what happens in a year's time when we get back together and see what happens in the state of VR. Yeah, I'm really interested. I'm curious. Yeah. This is almost like a – this cool thing about having a podcast is like it's almost like a time capsule. You're able to go back and listen, you know, because it's, it's just fascinating to kind of see where the, the future is. But I do agree with both of you. I think there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. And I, I feel like someone will reduce who already has a PlayStation – it's easier for him just to get a VR because he didn't have to go and buy the rig and do all no, this. No, and he's not yeah. as no offense, you're not as tech savvy as Nate is. No, not so at you all. don't know what graphics card. You could no. do homework and all that, but you're you're you know there's a lot of I'm time. I'm a investment. lot more comfortable buying something right. where I know if I plug it in, it's gonna work. But Nate Nate gets the best out of his end because he knows graphics cards, oh, he yeah. knows computers, oh, he, yeah. you know he knows all that stuff. So for him, he can get the best out of the Oculus. So it really just depends on your situation. Yeah, true. So. I'm not gonna buy Oculus either. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Wow, that was a long segment on VR, It'll but be we the needed Neo to talk Geo about it. Of uh, concepts, <laughs> people know what it is, but no one ever really had one. Sure, it's true. Um, let's continue talking about games. Uh, of course, uh, Final Fantasy 15, uh, which is coming out this year, uh, it, it does have a VR experience as well. Yeah. I don't really. I, I don't read know. a couple bad articles about that today, like that they said that when they actually that used f- the VR experience with. Final I Fantasy feel super. 15, that feels super similar. like. Uh, like shoehorned in. I don't That's know. exactly. This what is they what said. I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. This is the gimmick. Like Final Fantasy 15 VR was the gimmick that I didn't want VR to turn into. Yeah. They just they even had the character wearing the yeah the VR the the VR unit. Yeah. I was like, oh come on! It's like when you watch a 3D movie and they they throw popcorn at your face sure. for they're just cheesing the 3D yeah. effect. I don't I don't see it needed for it. I mean, and most RPG fans are not going to care about the VR. I mean, it's there if you want it, but it's not really. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Gonna, yeah. I don't think it's going to really you know expand your experience. I've uh, I've never played a RPG and went. Man, I know I'm fighting this guy in front of me. If I could only look to <laughs> <Yeah>. the left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so whatever. Uh, the next game is uh, f- surprising uh, from Hideo Kojima because you know he he's not with Konami anymore. And the funny thing is, as we alluded to earlier, he was working with Norman Reedus, but he's back again with a different type of game. Which, but again. With Norman Reedus. With Norman Reedus, but we don't know what it really is because, like, there's an apocalypse. It looks like it's like a end of the world thing, but like it's called Death Stranding, and we don't know when it's coming out. We don't really know what it's about. The trailer's just kind of like, hey, we're working. But it's good for Kojima fans because you at least know, hey, he's working on something. Yeah. Because before we're like, oh my god, this. What's he doing? He (laughs) fell off the earth. Phantom Pain was it won so many Game of the Year awards. It's like, well. But he didn't really get the root the benefits of it. I'm really. not gonna lie, you, the way you keep talking about that makes me want to finally pop it in. If I was talk to so Mike, Mike, our good friend Mike Crawford, it, oh, it was yeah. one of his favorite games yeah. of last year. I, I mean, love it. I, it's I've not, got it sitting there at the house. I just haven't it's popped fun. it in yet. It's 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 one of those games where you have fun playing, and, yeah. and that's what I played it for. It yeah. wasn't didn't have the best story. It looked amazing, sounded great, scored great, voice acting. Yeah. It was good. It was just fun. It was one of the funnest games. Funnest is that a word? Funnest. The most fun. The most fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
it was one of the most fun games uh, I've played in a while. It just it was just a great gameplay loop. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I we'll see what happens. It didn't really tell me anything other than that it looks like it's like a survive because he's got like like these looks like he's got like trophies. If we were to break down the trailer, like he's got these little he's got a butt, a baby. Uh, a cross scar in his stomach, and but, there's four floating ominous things off in the distance. Right. That's all the hell we know. But it looks like might he might. We it, know more than that because there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on about it, and I yeah. got really deep into sure. it. I went when, down a conspiracy theory right. rabbit hole. Um, he has no navel, if you notice. Right. All Kyle X Y. <laughs> but he's got a big scar where his navel should be. Also, uh, like there's a lot of umbilical cords. Like a lot of things are connected to other things. Like if you'll see, there's an umbilical cord from Norman Reedus to the baby at one point in the thing. Mm. Like there's a cord going for both of them. Deuce also, is really breaking it down. Yeah. Also, you got to remember he had the handcuffs on, and the handcuffs look like they were futuristic handcuffs because they had the glow on them. So you think that maybe it's in some kind of future. But oh. if you actually super zoom in on that shit on his neck, there's a little piece of writing on each one of those blocks. Oh, my God. And they're really all different down. math equations. And they're all math oh, equations man. that happen to do with quantum physics. Oh, my so, goodness. So it's alternate timelines and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So hmm. I, I, this is my theory, and I could be totally wrong. I think Kojima went, okay, we can't do Silent Hills. Okay. And took like his idea and went over here and's like, I'm doing it over here. And he he's could. like, and he changed it just enough so he wouldn't get his ball suit off. He could so he, though. Because think true. about it, he, you can take the idea and your story for the game and change just enough pieces. What is it? To where you uh, can 25% is the copyright laws. Uh, yeah, in, so, U- in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, so like just do it enough to where you don't get sued copyright wise. Yeah. And he probably was like, because he had the original script. Right. Go to his lawyer, read this script. Read this script. Well, I get sued if I make this script, even though it's based on that script. No, you're good. Okay, then we're making this fucking game. Come on, Norman. It, I mean, but you, I actually have, I agree with Deuce to a point because he already had like a character uh, license, likeness contract with Norman Reedus. You already dropped all that money to have Norman Reedus. You're going to use him for something. You mean, oh, yeah. So well, here's the thing. Well, he, th- the money that was dropped on that character license, Konami paid that money. He didn't pay that money. Yeah. So that means he would have gotten half the new contract. My theory is, and this has become with my new love affair of Norman Reedus that I already had, but it got really strong this weekend. After, For those who don't who know, know who Norman Reedus is, yeah, he's, he's Daryl on Walking Dead. He's my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, he, I saw the ride with Norman Reedus this weekend. And, like, I love Norman Reedus, and I saw that show, and I'm like, this is probably one of, like, the three coolest motherfuckers that may have ever walked the planet. Like, right. this guy was is just awesome. And I think he probably was like, look, Kojima, you want to work with me? I really enjoy working with you. Let's just do this. Let's just, you know, let's figure it out. Let's get the lawyers to talk to each other. Let's make a contract. Let's do this. Because mm-hmm. he seems like a guy that really doesn't get hung up on stuff. Like, if he wants to do it, he's just going to make it happen. Right. He doesn't, yeah, it doesn't feel like, I, I don't feel like Norridus is doing this just to do he it. He doesn't put on airs. No. So it's like, if he wants to do it, he's just going to do it. It's a little bit to spite Konami, because I don't know if you saw Instagram. No, Neither one of you. What? There is a Norman Reedus posted a picture of a person drinking a cup of tea that says Konami's tears on oh the Oh my god. <laughs> That's why he's my boy. That's why he's my boy right there. Yeah. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. I like yeah, it, that. It, it was I was like, whoa. whoa. As we say in uh fantasy football, shit's fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Shit's fired. That's okay, that's that's pretty cool. So we'll see what happens with the game. Um I, I have faith in Kojima. 
Because to be honest, this might be a day one purchase for me. He's never made a bad trailer. game. I'm putting that out there. Yeah. He's never made a bad game. Um, so and he, he's all about story and characters. His characters always weird and quirky and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm as Nate said in the last episode, I am positively optimistic. So I uh, we'll check that. You know, we'll see what happens when he gets closer to the yeah. release date because we, we're not we're probably not going to see it till 2017. Yeah, or maybe even 18. 18. You never know because this I, is his whole new studio. Because yeah. like he had to literally take all of his resources, leave Konami, and start his own studio. So like this is well, his that's own. the other reason I want to buy this day one, which I know is going to sound really stupid. To support him. I just want to support him. Like, right. I may buy the game even if it's just a dog turd. Sure. Just because I know the money's going to him in his studio and it keeps the doors in the studio. Well, like open. favorite people that go p- go to Spielberg movies, they, they go to Spielberg movies regardless because yeah. they want to support the director, and it's kind of the same thing, yeah. you know. So, uh, let's rapid fire through some of more because a lot a lot of the stuff was just quick little clips uh, that happened at Sony. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about the the um, hashtag Spider Man PS4. Um, looked gorgeous, pretty looking game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Insomniac Studios got Insomniac has never made I a bad it was game. Donald Glover. Huh? I wish it was Donald Glover. Yeah. Oh, Miles that would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. That would have been, been awesome. Great. Yeah. Um, Insomniac is, and, and I know I've been uh, saying this a lot today, but uh, Insomniac has never made a bad game. Um, they, you know, obviously they're known for their uh, Sly Cooper games. And yeah. Did um, they do the original Tony Hawk's? Tony Hawk? The originals? Mm. Wasn't that Insomniac? Or am I thinking of somebody else? That was Never Soft. Never mind. Never Ignore Soft. Me. Yeah. I'm an yeah. idiot. Yeah. Uh, of course, they did uh, Sunset Overdrive, um, which is so fun. Yeah. And it was last month free to uh, game for gold, right. which made me happy. And it's, uh, so they they've done a really great uh, with their games. Um, I'm sorry, not not Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper is Sucker Punch. Uh, although internet fanboys are gonna be yelling at me. Uh, Insomniac uh, was a Ratchet and Clank guys. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and then of course, so it looks pretty. It looks like it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks it, fun. It almost looks too good. And I, and that's one of those things that we 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 experienced during Ubisoft's conference a couple of years ago when when Watch Dogs came out. Things. Look the way they look at it. E three don't necessarily look the Why way when you get it's a four K trailer in seven twenty p gameplay. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, I'm. It looks good. I mean, it looks fast, action packed, uh, action packed, action. It's got a lot of action. It's got it's, a lot of action. It's got a. It's got a giant ball sack full of action. Because I it, actually yeah. really liked uh, the last really good Spider Man game was Shattered Dimensions. Really, really good game where you yeah. had different dimensions and different noirs. Like there was a black yeah. and white Spider Man. Like it. And there was twenty. The new suit looks neat. The yeah, Spider-Man it does. Suit looks cool. Um, yeah, I. Here I just see. This I wish going, it wasn't Sony exclusive. But I, but I, but yeah. I, but I don't. I see it going to Xbox One though. I, to be honest, I Do feel you? like it's such a because big. You got to remember, Sony, Sony owns, owns the it. rights I know, to Spider Man. But there so. has been Spider Man games on well, there Microsoft. Has I'm not saying there has Marvel they, Alliance. It could be like um, what's uh, Laura Croft. That like that shenanigans like a yeah. year, six Later. months, time year, month, yeah, yeah, timed exclusive. It could be. I mean, it could only be Sony again leveraging their sure. IP. So. Sure. We'll see. I, mean, I, I just had this gut feeling that it's going to go to Xbox. And it may. My only rub is I, I wish they had gotten the voice of the new guy playing Spider-Man from Civil War to do the voice. Well, we don't really know what the timeline is well, for this Spider-Man game either. The issue with that okay. is you cross boundaries. Sony licensed Spider-Man to, to be Disney used, yep. yeah. for that Avengers movie. So to use that voice, you then have, have to, to bring Disney, Disney into Why? the pick because that's – Disney they both own that Spider Man. The dual dual ownership on that Spider Man since one is that doing specific the- one yep. is there's two people who own it basically. Sony said, Marvel, you use it, no, give no, us no. a cut. They I don't think it's right. I think they Sony said Marvel can use Spider Man 
and but they got final say on everything. But I don't, I don't. They get a cut, right? They, so it's, they yeah. licensed Spider Man. Yeah. Right. However, that's Disney's Spider Man. Right. To use that voice, that's, correct. that's Marvel slash yeah, Disney's. But the next movie that's coming out, the Spider Man Homecoming, that's Sony's movie. But it's not that voice, right? It's but different. it's the same guy. No, it's not. No, it's not yeah, from it the is. from Civil War. The guy in Civil War is the same. Is guy. it really? Yes, I did. The same guy. I that thought it, it was someone no. else. The guy they just announced Danny Glover's in it too, so that's he's weird. in it too, and he's going to be a side character. Oh, no. see, me and Nate are on this. We were, we were both on the same page. No, I, I missed the it. the. Here's the deal with the whole thing, because I got really deep into this. The deal with Spider-Man is basically Disney's paying rent to have Spider-Man. Okay. And the guy that's playing Spider-Man in the Spider-Man Homecoming is the same guy from Civil War. Oh, I didn't realize it's that. Because, okay. and that's the reason why well, Iron Man learning. and Captain America are both going to be in Homecoming. Because Interesting. it's kind of okay. like a tit for tat. Like you get to borrow our character, we get to borrow some of yours. That's also why Sony gets final say on everything Spider-Man related in any non-Spider-Man movie. So we'll okay. Well, hey, we're, we're truth, truth. So that's why Deuce I would is say, dropping the truth bombs. I think before the game is released, they may switch a voice out with that guy's name since they basically own that guy lock, stock, and barrel at Sony. They might as well put his voice in the game. Yeah. We you, might I mean, as well. Think about it. You got to go do ADR for whatever Spider-Man movie you're doing anyway. Right. Just go do ADR for the game too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, we'll see what happens uh, with the uh, Spider-Man PS4, but it looked good. It looked pretty. No, yeah, it looked awesome. Like yeah. I, I have the last really good Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. game I liked. Spider. Well, Saturday Dimensions was really good, but before that, I love Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. Where Spider-Man, you, you had, uh, you had between you had, the suits, between the red suit and then the Venom suit, and you could be like good or bad, and you kind of switched your choices. Well, there was Wolverine was in it, and it, it was on 360. It was on Xbox. 360. Oh, that was uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. I think it was, was Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. But it was, well, no, there was there, yeah, there was shadows, and then there was that shadows came on after Shattered Dimension, so it was like Web of Shadows, I think is what it was called. No, because it was before Shattered Dimension. It was the one right before that, because I remember like uh, Luke Cage was in it, and Wolverine was in it, and Black Cat, and you can make all these choices. You could either do good choices or bad choices, and be depending on if you were in the red suit or the black suit. It would do different things. Oh, okay. And you could, like, switch. Literally, there was a button, and that was all you would do, and it would bring the symbiote out. And then you could hit the button, and you go back to the red mm-hmm. and blue. That right. was the last one I played, and I loved Spider-Man 2 still is the best. Uh, um, best still, for me personally, had the best uh, web shooting, you know, like spinning throughout the, the city and all that. It was well, still one of the best right mechanics. Now, in my opinion, the Spider-Man game based. That, that's it, right? Edge of Time? No. No, we're still looking. Nate's looking it up on his phone. Yeah. We want to get it right for you folks at home. Yeah, definitely, because that was a great game. Um, but th- the Spider-Man game that was based on the the TV series, like when we were kids, right. that was on. I think it was PS One, and I think mm-hmm. it was on Sega Saturn, and it was on a couple other things. Right. That to me, hands down, is probably the best like comic book video game ever. I mean, it was a great, great game, um, and it. It was probably the best Spider-Man game I've ever played, but that one was really cool, the one I used to play, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. Um, Nate's looking up the... Uh, I mean, it's just listing every game here. It's Return of Sinister Six, Venom, Maximum Carnage, then Spider-Man 2, then Ultimate Spider-Man, then Web of Shadows, uh, Shattered Dimensions, Edge of Time, The Amazing Spider-Man, which is the movie trailer, The Amazing Spider-Man 2... Must have been Web of Shadows. In. That's, That's what, yeah, Web of Shadows yeah. had to have been it. 
So, but yeah, Nate listed all the uh, Spider-Man games there, and, and there's been a bunch of there's Spider-Man been a bunch. Games. I didn't yeah. realize there's been that many. Yeah, but there's been I guess, a lot of Spider-Man yeah. games because you got to think Spider-Man, besides maybe X-Men, is like the hottest Marvel property there for a long time it until was, the yeah. movie started, right? Because it was pretty much like X-Men, Spider-Man until right. They pretty much started off that yeah, whole that whole until the MCU exactly. Started. Yeah, so they uh, Sony showed more of uh, Horizon um, Zero Dawn, which was my game of show E3 last year. Uh, as you guys remember, we talked mm-hmm. about that last mm-hmm. year. If a game were to make me buy a PlayStation, it might have. This is the one that's like uh, robot dinosaurs. Yeah, is this the one with Merida meets exactly meets Wildlings yeah, yeah, exactly. robots? Yep, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the, oh, I, this one almost made me go, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, that that game that the game obviously from Guerrilla Studios, uh, the, the people who made uh, the Killzone games. This is their like really departure from that those series. Uh, everything I've seen by it, I love the. the the soundtrack, uh, the the music, the look, the the character interactions, uh, the way the robots look, the way you take them down, yeah. uh, mini boss fights everywhere, awesome, uh, looks great. So that's gonna be a day one purchase for me for sure. And the good news is it doesn't come out till February. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we got have time. Plenty of exactly. time, which is awesome because that I say it every year. People need to start moving away from this Christmas. They do. They really they, do. They really do, and move out into the summer because that's the thing. Come February, it's like okay, I'm pretty much done with the games I bought at Christmas. I'm looking for something new. You know, football season's over. Now right. I'm ready to really get in some games. And you know, February, March, April, May, June's a good time to drop uh, a game. I, another thing that uh, they talk about Skylanders, um, which is still a big property, especially now that Disney Infinity has got the axe. Yeah. Uh, which we kind of saw. I mean, I didn't see it get any axe, but I kind of saw that everyone else, like Skylanders, has been up here forever. Everyone else is just trying to like compete well, with I, them. I, I think because what happened with the whole Disney Infinity thing is they shut down all of Disney's video game studios. Sure. They just yeah. shut it down. And I think what they said is, look, we can sell the rights to Star Wars off to EA. If somebody else wants to make a Disney video game, we can sell them. Essentially, the Disney Interactive, like cheaper. their video game yeah. division, is gone. They're, yeah, it's way. It's, and they also can give it to a studio that has a pedigree of making games. Yeah. You know, so like, like they don't give have to. Star Wars to EA that's got exactly. a great pedigree yeah, instead sure. of making it in house yeah. and making it suck. I think. Uh, with that being said, my other next prediction: Lego Dimensions will overtake Skylanders soon. Oh yeah. Oh my God! Did you see all the stuff they're adding now? Yeah, yeah it's insane. oh, it's insane. It is insane. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. Like, I used to actually be a big Skylanders fan. I live vicariously through my nephew who started playing whatever was right before Swap Force, and is still you know got into it until Infinity. Now he's kind of bummed. Uh, they're cool, but I just couldn't find myself to care. Yeah, I, I have friends that are uh, shout out to Mike, uh, Michael Carey and Elaine Carey and their daughter Aurora. They have a huge you go to their house yeah. they got a huge set of Skylanders toys and they showed it to me and it looks interesting I, I, I like you know they're based the studio that essentially uh, this was like a if you an alternate universe of the Spyro games if yeah. you think about it because the Spyro is in the series so it's kind of like they were taking that idea and making its own world and it blew up yeah. Skylanders blew up I mean Heck, they've even got a Crash Bandicoot one now. Well, I was going to say, segue, really cool. yeah, because yeah, they're, they're going to be remastering um, do it, from the ground up, not just remastering. Which, how excited are you about that? Oh, Brandy fl- lost her shit when she Did saw it. Did she really? Yeah, because they didn't really show anything in the con- – they just to- said They just it, said, hey, But they showed ba- that Crash can be yeah. in the Skylander or whatever, which is cool. But Brandy's favorite games of all time, uh, I mean, it's Crash uh, to uh, the Wrath of Cortex – Crash Bandicoot 2 is her favorite, one of her favorite games of all time. She loves that game. Really? It's a really great game, and yeah. we own it like four different versions of it. PC, we have it on PlayStation, we have it on uh, 
de- uh, like downloadable content on PlayStation Three, and like we have it everywhere. Like she's played it so many times. I I love it too. But when she heard that they're essentially they're not remastering and they're not doing an HD port from the ground up, remaking the whole game, yeah. which you have a which they're not they wouldn't I mean they would they're they were one of the first games that came out on PS One back in ni- yeah. 1995. So it's like. You had to build those from the ground up. You, you had really to, but now you, you can get a team, you know, a, a 30, 40 person team. And look what people, look what uh, Platonic's doing with uh, Ukulele, the, the, the developers, the ex developers from Rare. They're making this amazing 3D platform. It looks amazing. Yeah. So, like, you, 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 they can give, like, this 20, 30 studio, team studio and be like, hey, just work on the Crash games. Because they're going to sell like hotcakes. There was a lot of people, our generation played them. Yeah. But the generation now probably. Yeah, and they you know. showed the side by side too, and the, the, yeah. you could tell the, the polygon count went way up. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, it, it looked really for for the type of game it is. It looked right. really good. Yeah, and it nice. looks. I mean, they're fun 3D action platformers. Yeah, and plus it's one of those cool things that yeah, it might come out all three of them at like a forty or fifty dollar price point. Sure, but give it two years, it'll be down to twenty, thirty bucks. Yeah, you know? so I mean, it's just extra stuff we can play. Whatever, yeah. I, I'm, I, Brandy's gonna be buying those day one. I know that. If they ever did the Spyro games, because she's a huge Spyro fan as well. Which is funny, she didn't get into Skylanders, but you know, uh, she loved the Spyro games. If they ever did that too, she'd be like Spyro all day long. Um, uh, so uh, they had another new IP that they announced uh, called Days Gone, which is like a uh, like a biker zombie game. It looked really it interesting. It looks like The Last of Us meets uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, it does actually. Where the, the whole the story is, is this guy he's you know he's going off and like he's alone. He's like a rebel. I'm a loner, Donnie, a rebel. Uh, and, uh, like, I don't know what happened with the story all around, but he used to have a life, and now it's yeah. he's, like, you know, trying to protect, save his own ass, I guess, and yeah. try to do his own thing. And it, it does, a lot of it does remind me of The Last of Us, though. So yeah. I thought at first this was The Last of Us 2 before they showed the title. I was like, yeah, what is this? Is this, like, in the same world as Last of Us? I was yeah. waiting for him to pull back. Um, Last uh, of Us 2. Yeah, or Naughty Dog. You know, like, but no. But, it, I mean, it. hey, it looks good. It looks fun. I well, the other thing, too, is your boy's in it, Sam Whitworker, the one who played uh, the main character in all the new Star Wars games, the Jedi. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, he was uh, also on Battlestar, yeah. Yeah, he was on Battlestar, and he was also in the U.S. Being Human. Being Human, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he is he is great. He's a great voice actor. Voice he's, acting, he's a, yeah. and he's re- actually really good because he does all the Motion CG, capture, motion yeah. Capture, he did that for really Force Unleashed. He did all yeah. the motion cap for that, too. And uh, I, I actually, I love that guy to death. I watched yeah, every I, episode I, of the U.S. being human. So right. as soon as I saw that, I'm like, dude, it's Sam playing a biker. I'm in. Yep. Like, because it had two of my favorite things. You got Sons of Anarchy, and then you've kind of got that's the actually world of the Last best of Us. way yeah. to describe it. Sons of Anarchy meets, meets. The Last of Us. Yeah. I didn't. Really, that's a great way to describe it to somebody. So I'm in. I, to be honest, not much else I want to say about it. Purchase for me. We need yeah. to find out a little bit more because yeah, because we don't know a lot about date. it. Yeah, uh, because I even went on the Sony blog. Well, it was just a brand new IP it. out of yeah. nowhere. No one was. Ex- this is one of. I guess if you were yeah. to say surprises, yeah. no one knew this game was ex- that was. I mean, none of us knew it, it was existing. But I'm actually glad they did this because that was the one thing I will say about this E3 as a whole. I felt like there was no real surprises. This was like the only to me thing that felt like a true surprise. Like, right. I didn't know about this IP. I didn't know this was coming because so many other things. Things have been leaked. We right. kind of known. We saw like a Crash yeah. Bandicoot picture. Quote unquote. Well, we leaks, saw yeah. like you know four or five months ago a Crash Bandicoot picture on like a Norwegian Sony page, and we're like, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So we kind of I wasn't su- that surprised that Crash was coming back. Yeah. So I do agree with you. Well, that I called it. I called it in the Uncharted Four preview. Yep. 
uh, because you got to play Crash Bandicoot and Uncharted 4. There is so. a quick um, conspiracy theory behind Dead Gone, or was it Days Gone? Days Gone. Yeah. Um, allegedly, Red Dead 2 was supposed to drop. However, with the Orlando thing, they chose not to do that and put in this. Oh, really? It's, if you look online, it's all over the place that they were going to drop Red Dead 2, but the trailer's all about guns and shooting, and they they, they opted to... Uh, wow. Because of the gameplay trailer itself, there's the more than one shooting game, but apparently the trailer they thought based on what happened at Orlando Pulse, yeah, that they they threw in this. That's the big conspiracy theory I've been reading for like the last two days. Wow! That, but here's the thing, okay, because you got to remember these marketing machines, they keep moving. Doesn't matter what's going on in the world around it. Does that mean that that game is so far out that it's like we can wait another six months to drop the trailer which game uh, the red dead redemption 2 if this conspiracy oh, i think red dead's right. a year out still well, even the, it can even do a standalone drop i mean that it's it's a big enough title it that yeah. you don't have to do it at e3 rockstar does yeah. whatever they want that's i will say not to sidetrack yeah, it too much yeah. but that was a yeah. conspiracy i haven't heard that I that's ringing. interesting yeah look to it up honest, look, it makes a hell just, of a lot just of google red dead 2 and it's the it's what comes up that that's interesting it was though. dropped from the trailer because of orlando wow you know i i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they did like yeah. i mean you know and to be honest if they did kudos to rockstar for saying look Something more important than us is going on right now. We need to we need to just table this for a right. minute yeah. because you know they lost a lot of eyeballs and they lost a lot of money potentially doing that. And kudos to Rockstar for saying, "Hey, we'll take the money hit." If that's the case, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rockstar does whatever the hell they want. I mean, they they release games. You know, look at look at the spacing in between uh, Gears or uh, Gears, Grand Theft Auto Four and Five. Like yeah. Five is like one of the best selling games, of, games all of all time like it's in the top 10 of all time like i mean it's still selling and they they knew how to they did the remasters right like they were like hey we're gonna put this thing i on got these. the remaster and i fucking love it yeah it is it's so good yeah so days gone i'm i'm curious I'm about wrong. it for sure so um definitely like you said days uh and days days gone is sons of anarchy Santa of art sons of anarchy meets the last Lucky. of us last of us exactly so Lastly, um, the Call of Duty was mentioned, as Nate said earlier. Um, it was uh, the official title is Call of Duty uh, Infinite Warfare. Mm. So it, they were floating on space. It's so which is confusing. First of all, like that sounds like Advanced Warfare or yeah. Warfighter. See, I, even I'm confusing myself. Like, yeah. so the titles are so confusing. For the record, guns make noise in space. Because okay. you know, there you go. That's because they they obviously did the scientific research behind that. Because that was in the gameplay trailer, right? And this, of course, do said. I guess you're being facetious because yes, guns yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Deuce, you're awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I don't fucking know. Deuce is impressed. Use the word facetious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good job, one. Deuce. I've been saving that. Yeah, he's like, you know right what? Here. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm waiting all day to see if I can throw that word in. Facetious. Uh, now spell it. No, I'm just kidding. No, fuck uh, that. <laughs> um, I do agree with Nate. It's it's it, it's there. I mean, it's Call of Duty. People are gonna buy it because of the ta- the I'm name. Sad. It's just there. Well, yeah, the but, funny yeah. thing is, I somebody at a GameStop made a sign and it got on Twitter and started trending, and it said, "Pre-order the remastered uh, Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Get." Infinite Warfighter for free. Yeah. <laughs> because that's like what most people are doing because the only that's way true. you can get the remaster is you've got to buy the $80 special edition right. of the game. They're right. not selling it by itself. So it's mm. like, come on. They know what they're doing. They're they do. like, okay, 
we're gonna sell the shitload. What was of our most things. popular game ever? Yeah. Okay, that one we need to tie it into boost sales. Go yeah. go go. Yeah, yeah. Go. go go go. And on top of that, we're gonna get twenty dollars more money because it's it like normally the game's sixty, but sure. for the special edition, it's extra twenty. Yeah. So. So that, that I'm gonna I'm gonna get the special edition because I want that damn Call of Duty remaster. Well, now let's 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 bring up we didn't we talked about it a little bit last year, but why was it shown at Sony's? Uh, because Sony and Microsoft have a uh, different contract um, where they are able to put stuff out first. Yeah, you know, for a long time it was Call of Duty with Microsoft. Microsoft, Microsoft yeah. got all the DLC and uh, they got to release yep. stuff earlier, and then uh, of course with uh, isn't. Is it Killzone or not Killzone? Uh, Titanfall, it, the Xbox One is getting all the DLC first before the PS4. Yes. It, yeah, that, that so, would make sense. Yeah, they got not, it. I think Respawn went, hey, thanks for trusting us the first time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then the same Which thing. That's that's kind of a cool move. Sony did the same thing with Battlefront. They were like the main stage of E3 last year. Yeah. They got the DLC first. Xbox One got it. But but that's what I'm saying. Both companies have been doing it for years, yeah. so that's the main reason they got spotlighted. And to be honest, it's only like I think 30 Cause, days because it is something. coming to yeah. Xbox One. Let's just make sure yeah. we tell, tell people at home this game is coming to Xbox One. Yeah. It's not, uh, but it's only like 30 days or something. Yeah, like it's that. not much. So it's, it's like, like a, yes, a very short yeah, time exclusive. So. It's not. It's not much at all. But that's why it's like when you look. That's one of the most laughable things for me is when I watch both this Microsoft and now let's break in. We can talk about both conferences. Uh, I thought it was funny where it was like Xbox and Sony were like very uh, adamant like this is coming here first. This is only exclusive. Like both of them were just like title every, screens. Every window every had that one yeah. slide. Yeah. coming a, a yeah. PC uh, Windows or Windows 10 Xbox One exclusive. Yeah, and then Sony did the same <laughs> it thing. Really was like a dick measuring contest. Yeah, you both of them I mean? were yeah. like that. So so uh, it's gonna be awkward. Who had the bigger dick? I don't know. If we're going dick measuring. I, I, am, I feel like I am jaded towards Microsoft, but I have a reason for it. That's not just because it's Microsoft, but yeah, Johnny. I, I feel like both. To answer that question, I'd say Microsoft. Microsoft had the better showing than if we. I'm not grading them yet, but I'd say Microsoft had a, had a better conference than Sony, but they both felt different. Like yes, um, Sony last year Microsoft was all games, 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 and Sony was kind of doing games too. But it was they were doing their games were all like hey. Shinmu and they're 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 doing all like the hey let's let's do all these games out we have you you know are coming that you haven't heard about Final Fantasy Remaster all this stuff, um which is coming to Xbox One by the way yeah Final which they didn't talk about at all which year, is weird which they is didn't weird. mention it at all because the 20th anniversary is coming Enix, up uh, to you know, conference 2017 either. is the 20th anniversary of Final Fantasy Seven so I, I don't think it's as huge as people hoped or as they hoped yeah like well, some people I know are like yay but I don't think I think it just depends on who you are like some people are like if you're not into RPGs a you don't give it now, but some people Final Fantasy VII uh, made them buy a, a PlayStation One. You know, like it just depends on where you came up from, and and there is the PS port, the the PC port on PS4. You can play right now if you wanted to just get an inkling of what the game's about. So that game may not be. You told me that not to just wait and play the new one. Well, yeah. Cause, well, I mean, if you want to get test. Okay, I thought something vibrated and it threw me off. Is that your phone vibrating? Someone's phone vibrated. Mm, I'm good. Weird. Sorry, uh, it like startled me. Uh, I thought my uh, microphone shut off. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna wait, you might as well wait anyways uh, and just play it. But like, if you're ever curious to play Final Fantasy, like I want to play it and I really want to play Final Fantasy. VII. I just see you going into the old Final Fantasy and be like, after ten minutes, like, ah, I'm not gonna. Well, play I this. think the graphics, you'd be like, yeah. this is a shit show because it's yeah. it's dated as far Very as how dated. it looks. Very dated, polygonal looking, all that stuff. So, 
very blocky and went in a polygonal. And I think the story is going to be pretty much the same. So I mean, it's the first time I ever had an emotional outbreak. Yeah, game, right? sure, yeah. So there's a scene I'm not spoiling for you, but yeah. there's a scene you, uh, we watched I, it together. I so, rolled yeah. a tear like, yeah, that didn't just happen. Yeah, it was a, it was a revolutionary for its time when it came out. So it just yeah. depends on your walk of life, who you were as a gamer growing up, if it if it if it uh, grab if it is uh, something that grabs you or not. Yeah. So, d- so when you mean who has the bigger dick, I want to specify that question. Like best, who had the better showing? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Microsoft had the better showing than Sony. So, if, so Sony games, 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 right? So yeah. that was everyone. If you were a just gamer for the sake of games, it's yeah. great. Xbox had less games, more hardware, right? But I think there's a play behind that. Okay. I think they're introducing this new. I'm gonna call it the Apple model, where you have this one environment, and everything will. There will no longer. When you get the new console, everything doesn't work anymore, your old stuff, because they said Project Scorpio, well, all the same accessories, all the right. same games. Go, I think that's their new model. I Could think be. they're going to leverage their dominance in PC mm-hmm. and Xbox. They're going to also leverage, which a lot of people are talking about, no more physical media, just digital, digital downloads. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're going to go ahead and let you keep all the same stuff, and it's going to be a couple-year cycle instead of – Having the the new gen console, Ten I years think later. it's going to be, yeah. you know, my my current console worked out, and we, we use that ultra high and medium settings. That's I a think good that way to use model it. is going to keep going for them. Sure, which is going to have a lot of developer support. I think developers are going to jump all over it, especially because you're automatically getting two platforms for the price of one now, right? So before you had to make an Xbox port, a PlayStation port, and a PC port if you did all three. Yeah. By getting one, you automatically get the other now. So developers are going to be like, for the same buck, I can sell it on two platforms. Not not only the me's who have both, but the ones that only have one or the other. So you have three marketing segments now. So I think it's freaking genius by Microsoft. I think it's good. Um, And I think with the backwards compatibility, you're doing the same thing. Which is growing and growing They're eventually going to have the whole damn lineup. Right backwards compatible so it's going to be all these people who instead of every year every five years getting new sony and now that stuff collects dust like deuce has said yeah he's never going to buy last gen stuff again yeah well now he's at the point where if it all works on his newest console what stops you from going to the bargain bin or to a trade it's place? True. And yeah. if there's an old game that'll work on your new system for yeah. two dollars. So, for example, let, let's make let's 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 uh, dumb it down a little bit, uh, just for myself. Um, let so, for example, say say you're oh, I don't know why I said that. So, in layman's terms, that let's put it that way. Let's say uh, you have. Um, you haven't bought an Xbox One yet, and you're going to buy Project Scorpio or the S, um, Xbox One S, and you have um, Mass Effect uh, One, Two, and Three, and it's the backwards compatible. Like those for the for those at home that have those games, he's pr- you know what, what Nate's pretty much saying is yeah. that you're able you're going to be able to like, you know, it doesn't matter what system you get, you're going to be able to use those old games that you already have. Or if you were like, hey, I never got to experience uh, Mass Effect, yeah. and you have the Project Scorpio, for example. You can go to eBay or whatever and buy it, and then and then that's it. Stop. Or yeah, even GameStop's yeah. bargain bin, because sure. now I mean the Xbox 360 yeah. games that are used are yeah. you know bargain. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can kind of do how Nintendo did with some success on their old games. Like I bought Excite Bike on my Wii. Right. It's the same concept. You're now opening up the digital store to go. Hey, sure. for five bucks, you right. get this game that came out ten years ago. But and and the nice thing is, is I went on because I, I was playing a lot with my Xbox One after we were 
taping last time and I was looking at the backwards compatibility, the nice thing is if you don't even own the game, you could still buy it. Like, and it's five bucks. Like, I went on there, really? and I was like, yeah, I, I was going on there, and I was like, hmm, how much is Fable 2, for example? It was five bucks. I was yep. like, you can buy it. And then once you buy it, that's in your digital library. And it'll and go it's on. tied to your gamer tag. So exactly. It's, like, it's Because I end up deleting yeah. half the games for gold because right. I don't have the hard drive space. Right. But if you look at my games owned, it's five pages at this right. point of games owned. And if So I, you can still go back and re-download them even anytime. though you deleted them. Because I have the license key, basically. Exactly. Yeah, basically. I think that's really cool. That's uh, but, cool. But that's the thing is I, I don't know if everyone – I wanted to specify that because I don't think everyone understood. Backwards compatible – doesn't necessarily mean you have to have the game. Like you can just buy the the 360 version on the store. Like you can go to Xbox One right now and go buy Fable Two, and that is you essentially now have a digital backwards compatible version of it because that game will go on to your S and your Project Scorpio because it's tied to your account. So you don't. So if you're like, oh man, I never owned the 360 version of Mass Effect, you can go buy it on the you know on the Xbox compatible store if you will. Because I don't know if that was really voiced well enough because I think Correct. a lot of people knew if they had the disc they could pop it in and be ready to go but you can actually just go buy the digital version of it as well of certain games not certain every game not like every that, game but yeah, but yeah. certain games so like I just that. wanted to make sure we specified I, that I think I think this was a play by Microsoft this was for the future so we're gonna it's 17 and 18 it'll come out a lot more relevance they didn't have as many games they really did a large chunk on hardware but I think that's because our current hardware is gonna last a long time sure where that's the thing I was just thinking about, and I think that you hit the nail on the head about the, the low, medium, and the high end. I think it's going to be like Gears 4 is coming out. Let's say when Gears 5 comes out, I could turn over in the back of the box and it says, will play on Project Scorpion or the Xbox S, won't play on Xbox One. So you know, like, out of the systems, which one will play I on and which will, one won't. I think currently all games will be all, though. Yeah. I think because that's that's a big complaint is whenever a new gaming system comes out, your other stuff is immediately worthless. Yeah. Right. So they've already said all accessories, all games will be the same. Right. I think all three – for a while, it's going to be – low will be Xbox yeah. one. one. Xbox One S will be medium, and then yeah. high will be Scorpion. Scorpio. The next year – in three years, they release another one that's ultra. Probably Scorpio 2 or whatever. Whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. And – but you'll still – they're keeping the hardware platform the same because it's all – at this point, it's all wireless, right? So right. it's Bluetooth and USB. Sure. Well, yeah, for the, for the, and the controllers not... and for the headsets and everything, but sure. I'm saying for the games themselves, at some point, one – they're going to keep the same ecosystem, but at a certain point, something's going to fall off, like where they'll only play on Scorpio and the yeah, S. Potentially, or, yeah, know. but I, but I think it's a now, super yeah. awesome play by them to – Sure. Well, especially with the digital market where, like we said – this isn't a, a, a strange thing to say. Mass Effect One, you have it in your digital library. You can play it ten years from now. Like that, yeah. I think they're wanting to do that. Where where Apple has, you know, your your Apple Store, and it's in your. You essentially, you have that game that is part of your history, yeah. and you can just pull it up anytime you want, no matter what. Yeah, uh, platform also you consumers have. are getting kind of wise to the reseller market, right? Sure. Yeah. Knowing that they. GameStop will buy back a game you just bought a week ago for pennies on the dollar, then sell it for five dollars less. Right. Consumers are getting smart to that, and if you can kind of throw this in your digital library, and you're not going to resell it, you've kind of got like it's not a good value. 
boom, you're you they're they're getting rid of the reseller market. Not that that's really they care about that, right? But I think it's a uh, people are getting away from physical media and everything. Who owns who bought a CD in the last six months? Right, right. Very few people. Mm-hmm. Johnny the Music Man. Uh, I do. But yeah. yeah, but yeah. Have you bought as many CDs as you did ten years no, ago? No, I did not. Right. No. So right. it's everyone's well, going away. It, yeah. From, so it, physical right. media is, is dying, and I is. think this is a precursor pre-setup where. Microsoft is way ahead of the game for for Sony. I, well, Sony think, didn't even talk about the Neo. Well, one of the biggest things for me was was last year when they when they announced the backwards compatibility. I thought that was a a, a big jab to Sony in the gut because Sony bought Gaikai and Deuce and I talked to this a while back. I think Nate was on an episode with that as well, where it was a service where with now they call it PlayStation Now, where you could you know have a it, it was like a you know a la carte where you can play a game from an old system or whatever. Uh, for so many days, like a rental service, and now they just have it like a subscription service. But the problem is, they promised us so much. Where it was like PlayStation? Imagine you can play for twenty bucks a month. You can play every PlayStation game in the library, one, two, and three. But it would have been amazing. That's what we all thought it was going to be. And now it just ended up being PS3 games. And now Sony went ahead and just said, "All right, we're going to drop PS2 games on the store." So it's kind of like with with uh, with Microsoft. You're like, if you already bought the game. Why do you need to buy it again? Throw the disc in. It's yours. I, I, I think or that was one of the, the options to buy them on the discount. Right. I think that was one of the biggest things from last year was that backwards compatibility. Because like I have a whole library of Xbox 360 games that are in you know in the front uh, living room, and I just popped in Force Unleashed last night and it read it, down, installed it, boom. I'm, I'm able to play Force Unleashed anytime I want. It's awesome. I, it's, so we we talked a year ago about how Sony was killing Microsoft in console sales. Right, that was been the big thing. Because Xbox 360 won yeah. the war, right? So I think this is Microsoft is seceded, gave up the battle, but they're going to win the war with the backwards compatibility and so on. And Sony will be playing catch up at some point of we've got three models, three price points. We can yeah. support all cards of hardware. Sure. Developers are going to go, well, I get two platforms for the price, price of one. one. I can put it out for the PC for Windows 10 and I can put it out where Sony for, can't yeah. leverage anything but the PlayStation right. and their handheld maybe well their so, handheld I don't well, even think the, it's I, I think, I think yeah, yeah. Which that's, that's Only, hints yeah. the maybe so um, I don't you, think you get Sony would ever jump channels, back into that you get two marketing channels for one for Microsoft so I think they're setting up for a knockout blow for Sony not that Sony is ever going to go away but it's going to force Sony to change up their game yeah which that was the one thing I will say about the Sony conference that kind of surprised me is that they didn't mention Neo at all. Um, and I definitely want to get back to that question here in just a second. But I do want to ask you one question. With the backwards compatible games, when you put in an Xbox 360 game, like Johnny was saying, like the Forced Unleashed, into your Xbox One, it says, okay, now you can play it. Uh, is it running it off the disc, I'm guessing? No. Okay. There's a download associated with it because okay. it is a port Okay. Of sorts. So it downloads it. I put in Gears. The first one I ever did was Gears 3. Mm-hmm. So I put in Gears 3, and it was like downloading six gigs. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. I have subsequently deleted it, and I yeah. just, for grins, I looked into my library, yeah. and it was sitting there. Now, so, it has the yeah. Xbox 360 art. So it says yeah. it's the different style. Yeah. It's the white with the green yeah, on yeah, the yeah. side. It says 360. So I know it's a 360 port. Okay. But it's there. There that that backwards compatible library. It started off slow, but now it's it's gangbusters because same thing. Games with gold. All the 360 games with gold are yeah. backwards compatible to the one. Yeah. So, so you're getting two two banks for your buck. I get four games yeah. a month. Yeah. 
you know, and plus on top of all the potential games, I think of the 15 or so 360 games I have, I want to say 10 are now backwards compatible. Wow. Like that library is rapidly advancing and it's a, it's a win-win. Now does it like prime example, we'll use uh, gears as an example. Does the gears look any better on the Xbox one than it did so on the So there 360? is some upscaling. Okay. Um, some games weren't made in 1080p. Right. So there's a little bit of upscaling. Um, there's, and I want it could be a placebo. I need to get the exacts, yeah. but I thought some stuff looked better because technically it's got a better graphics card. So yeah. some of the shadows rendered a little better. Some and of the plus edges were a little won't sharper. Have to fall off either because it'll be able to keep running at a at a pretty high rate where it but might have slowed down a little bit on the three. Load times are amazing. Yeah. A because it's all on the hard drive, right? Yeah. But I noticed some games that when you transition to a zone or like. Like one of the things I hate about Destiny is the yeah. load screens. Oh yeah, if you had the load screens in 360, they were cut into 90 percent shorter in yeah. the 360 because everything's kind of on a hard drive. Yeah. Um, but it's it's some may argue Sony won this year. Okay. Because of games and the yeah. content of games, and there is some games that have me actually pretty excited. Yeah. However, I think for the quote unquote long con. Yeah, I think Xbox is the setting play, if you will. X, Xbox is setting the foundation for the next two or three E3s. Be like, mic drop, mic drop, mic, mic drop. drop, and just like I said again, I am prefacing with I am a somewhat jaded Microsoft fanboy. Well, I'm going to be in it's the Microsoft hard, family it's, come next year when it's I get hard my Scorpion. Yeah. Scorpio, Scorpio. Uh, yeah. It's like kinetics. You're just yeah. going to say Scorpion. Um, yeah, I, I'm. It's. As Johnny said, Nostradamus, I think this is going to be a bigger deal. The stuff that seems small is going to be a bigger deal and kind of come to fruition in two or three E three seventeen, E three eighteen. They planted the seeds this year. And yeah, then two or three years. They're setting the foundation yeah. for same thing for developers also to go. We can make games now that have this badass hardware that we really didn't have access to, or yeah. we had these ideas for games we couldn't do because of hardware limitations. Well, now they've dropped. A, I'm calling it now uh, Nvidia 1080. Yeah. into the Scorpio, yeah. and the, there is no more limits through current tech. Well, I'm not going to lie. I I am super excited about getting my Scorpio. Like, I've already got a list of games I'm going to buy, like, day one. And some of them are going to be, like, the Halo Master Chief Collection and the Halo 4, but like or 5, excuse me. But I'm really excited about getting in the Microsoft family. It's just I know I'm going to wait another year until I do that. Which, uh, by the way... The question I was asking before you stepped out for a quick second was, do you think Sony maybe missed the boat by not saying anything about Neo and just kind of leaving it out there and not saying anything at all? I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. So they've rumored that because there's, no, there's not an official announcement. Correct. Mm-hmm. So one at Scoop Them. So they got scooped on that. Everything else seems like a reactionary. And then they also announced Next Gen. So they didn't even talk about Neo. Yeah. I th- it's a, it's a double-edged sword because if okay. they mention it, then they're conceding that Microsoft made them mention right. it because they said they weren't going to right. month in advance. Sure. So it's a lose-lose. Yeah. But right. not mentioning anything also is like See, Sony, just say it's coming. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, that's the thing. And, and I will say this, and you're exactly right. I feel like it would have been a reactionary move because it, Microsoft came out and said, bam, next Christmas, Scorpio. And, well, uh, bo- both companies are, are – are have a history of being reactionary, right? You yeah, you, you look yeah. at what happened with, uh, you know, Sony going, hey, 
you want to uh, remember they're doing the whole jab to oh, Microsoft yeah. with the how do you how do you borrow games on the PlayStation Four and the game. Yeah. So like both companies are known for being reactionary to each other. So it's nothing new, and they both they both learn from each other. I think yeah. that's what's so great about uh, competition is it you know it spawns creativity. I said this in the last episode. I think it's both good for both companies because to be honest, I want both companies to succeed. Uh, now I obviously I, I have both systems, but. Deuce has b- owned all the systems as well, so okay. like it's like n- it's not like uh, so Deuce and I have only had Sony products our whole life, and we no no we've never had a I was Microsoft hardcore 360. I was 360 yeah. hard body. Yeah, so it's so. like, but it's different because and, and I think Deuce is in a really good position um, for the Project Scorpio. Just to answer it earlier, yeah. I think Project Scorpio is going to be you know really good for you because now you get a chance to check that out and see what it's all about. But, and I'm on the ground floor. But you want to keep all system. your 360 games. I'm saying don't sell anything. Oh, they're already gone, bro. You already sold everything. Oh, yeah. Oh. Bye-boo. Okay. Like, they went by, bye-bye a long... Like, they went bye-bye, like, year one. I got my Okay, PS4. well, if you ever want to go through and play the Mass Effect games, the nice thing is you can buy yeah. them digitally. Well, there's a couple games I want to replay. I want to replay those. I want to replay the Star Wars Force Unleashed games because I never played Star Wars Force Unleashed 2. I only played mm-hmm. one, so I want to play both of those. Two is sure. 1.5. Oh, is another, that really? another story? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I want to play those games, and you mm-hmm. know, there's some other, uh, you know, original 360 games I want to play. Right. Again. So, so to answer Nate's original question, I think so. Uh, Microsoft uh, did a had a better conference overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony didn't do a bad job. They they gave you if you already have a PS4. Yeah. Awesome. Look at these games coming out. Excited for. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Uh, I still think the the I still think Nintendo has a little and we didn't really mention too much about it, but Nintendo still has a lot of ground to make up. Um, you know, yeah, especially with the, the more NX. excited about Nintendo, even though I don't own a Wii than I was at Bethesda. Right. Let's say it's something. So let's let's um kind of go. We went over the other conferences uh, before and we rated them. Um, of course, we had I think we had it was a, a D minus for Bethesda and it was a what was it. A minus for Microsoft. A minus for Microsoft, and, and then EA got a B. B, I think. Yeah, I think a solid B. So let's. Uh, we didn't see the square one. I didn't see yeah. the square one. Uh, we, we did, I didn't read yeah. much on it. So let's just leave that as a, no, a v- nil, uh, void or whatever. Um, I think. I'd say Sony. I'd say Sony did a did a B. I'd say Sony was a B. Yeah. Like they gave you things that D. if you had the system, these are games to look forward to. Uh, PlayStation VR is is good if you already have a PS4. If you're not, if you don't have, a, if you're not a PC guy, you don't have to worry. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they didn't show enough games, but they showed you, hey, we are working on stuff. We have studios working. So I'd say I'd say Sony got a B. Um, if I had to rate Sony's, um, surprisingly, I'm gonna give it an A minus. It was still a good showing. Mm-hmm. If you had a PlayStation, there was lots. Yeah, to be, to be excited, excited about, um, there was a new IP, two more actually more than one new IP, right? Um, and some confirmation, some goodies. So I'll, I'm gonna give it a solid A minus. Okay, Deuce, what would you give uh, Sony's? Say a B plus. Okay, just because I think there was a lot of good games there. Like I'm interested about the VR, but I need to see more games before I really, you know, get hyped about it. But I I love the Dave. <laughs> There's your burp again for the episode. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. Yeah. I love the days gone by. Like, that seemed really cool. Um, and the game with Norma Reedus, the yeah. Konami, or Kojima game, looked really, really cool. I was really excited Dead Stranding. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there was nothing they showed me that was exclusive that made me go like, oh, my God. You mm-hmm. know, even the God of War. I mean, it looked cool, but I was like, 
you know. But you aren't really the biggest God of War it's a, no. fan either. So it just depends on what you need, what you're looking yeah. for. Uh, for me personally, and Nate, I don't know, I want Nate's uh, opinion on this. As an RPG fan, I felt like we've been kind of left out of the other. Th- I mean, other than fi- I mean, I'm talking about off all every developer. I feel like lately, it's there's not been a lot. Of, I mean, unless you get to like these nice, cute little, you know, Renaissance uh, 2D sprite based like you know, retro retro RPGs, few, yeah retro yeah. RPGs. Which there's there's Fantasy, a good amount of those. Uh, Scalebound would be my one exception to that genre, but there was even that is not a ton. of But RPG I feel like games, the RPG yeah. fan out there is really lacking in games that you. You know, does it generation. feel like they're falling out of love with you guys? Like maybe. Does it feel like they're falling out but of love with you guys RPG wise? I, I think not as many RPGs as there used to be. Well, I think what's happening is let me give you an example. There's a uh Tokyo Mirage Sharp F E is a game that's coming out to Wii U. It's an uh a, a, a Japanese RPG game. Um that one looks interesting. I think Nintendo kinda was like, Hey, if you want some RPGs you can put some on our system, Xenoblade Chronicles X and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, which is still in the shrink rack, by the way. I still got to play it. But I feel like overall, it's like just the RPG fan, unless you were getting imports, which you can't really do, unless you have a, you know, that that's really hard to do nowadays. Um, you didn't, unless you were in Japan, you didn't, because there's a lot of Japanese RPG games out there. There's a lot of them. They're still being made, but they're not getting imported. They're not being translated over and localized over here in America. Just because I don't know how much they sell. I think it's part that I think people are offloading to the MMO RPG. That's true. Right? So the Western are RPG, it, taking it to yeah. online, um, sure. Korean MMO specifically. So lineage, lineage two, those sure. style are fairly popular. Uh, Blade and Soul, mm-hmm. um, but I think those are people are people who want RPGs are doing the MMO style versus Baldur's Gate style. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think they're just losing out and. There was no innovation for a while. Final Fantasy even started getting kind of, in my mm-hmm. opinion, kind of like. Eh. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I think I think console love for RPG has waned. Actually, I agree with that, and I I think uh, the 3DS still has some really good RPGs. So like handheld wise, they you know there's still a market there. But overall, if like the at home console, there's not a lot for RPG fans out there. Even 15 looks pretty. I don't know how it's gonna play because I'm with Nate. I'm in the same boat as Nate. I, I didn't I didn't care for 13 13 13 2 is better than 13 lightning returns wasn't as good as 13 2 so it's like they've been up and down like all over yeah. so I, I just felt like and I, I I didn't play the online ones 11 or or, th- or 14 14 uh, was garbage was it okay um 12 was okay I think the last good uh the actual last good Final Fantasy was 10 and they remastered it so yeah. you got you already get a chance to play that so overall I felt like the RPG fans it was 10 and 10 2 right right they, they remastered, remastered yeah mm mm-hmm. Um, and so I just feel like that they there hasn't really been a big, like if you wanted to play an RPG, you're going on Steam or you're going on your 3DS. That's yeah. that's the only place you can really find RPGs right now. So we'll see what the future of RPGs hold. But I do feel like maybe the necessity the the market is speaking. Maybe there's there's not as unfortunately there's not as many RPG fans out there in America as there used to be. Maybe shooters and sports seem to be because you brought up a great point there. earlier. Let's see how Seven does remastered. Yeah, let's yeah. see how it does, Webby. and also let's see how fifteen does. Right, because I'm not going to lie, I'm actually really thinking about buying fifteen, like yeah. pretty hard. Well, the nice thing is, you don't have shot. to know anything. It's just, it doesn't connect yeah. to the other storylines. It's brand new experience, so you and can it just pick it all on. the final yeah. one. Yeah, that's why they don't connect. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Sony got a B plus average. B plus average for Sony. Um, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, I would say B, B, B. 
see without Watch Dogs. Oh, yeah. Good point. Definite. I yeah. agree with that statement for sure. So, B overall. So, Sony wins e- – uh, Sony. Uh, Microsoft wins uh, E3 this year. We all agree? Yeah, I think I could. I think yeah. it, it squeaks it out, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I good still job. said best set design. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Set design, they win. <laughs> so, good job, Microsoft. And the nice thing is all three of us have our future contingencies for the Microsoft uh, future for ourselves as gamers. I do. <laughs> well, we all three do. Well, yeah. yeah. We you are, two both have buying a Scorpio day yeah. one. The yeah. wife wasn't happy, but – yeah, but we have. I, I we made all have my con- stand. Yeah, we definitely the three of us have contingencies uh, for our, our future as Microsoft gamers, uh, which is cool. Um, and so, give us a line. Let us know what you think. Hhpodcastshow at gmail dot com. Nate, you're you have this awesome Twitch, uh, Twitter, Facebook. You have this awesome brand called the Ninja Fat Man. People can find you on there and yeah, it's, check it's everything. YouTube, out. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, uh, Twitter. It's the Ninja Fat Man. I'm yeah. on all of it. Um, yeah, check it all out. Drop me a line. I play if it's a Steam game. I may have it. I'll play with people. Just well, you and I gotta play uh, Titanfall. Yeah, oh, Titanfall yeah, for sure. Um, I can stream that too. Yeah. So I I might throw that on the Twitch. Maybe nice. a me and Johnny combo. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, check me out. Drop me a line. I will interact with people. So yeah, thanks guys. Awesome. Thank you again. Uh, for uh, joining us, Nate. And uh, Deuce, how do you find us on the internet? You can find us on the internet at HH Podcast Show on the Twitter machine. Also, Show at gmail.com. Feel free to send us your questions because we'll be doing a mailbag. Yeah. And what did you soon. think of E3 this year? Yeah, give so. us your thoughts. Just send them to us at Show at gmail.com. Find us on facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. And don't forget to give us a like. And also SoundCloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast. And there's not one, there's not two, but there are three ways f- to put. There's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags to put in the Twitter machine. Hashtag happy, happy hour podcast, podcast. Hashtag HH podcast, podcast show. And hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. See you.